It's time for the Ghostfire Media Network podcast show, featuring the stars of iRacing's IVRL and the AOLL. Now, here's your host, the Ghostfire Media Network crew. All right, can we hear? We good. All right, cool. So Cody just said we have no sound. So uh, real quick, once again, welcome to Ghostfire Media, the podcast. I'm your host tonight, Larry Patrick. There we go. Oh, we got you. And I'm Josh Laston. <laughs> and uh, with the quick uh, technical difficulties we got, I will take responsibility for that. My desktop computer is not working. So Adam at the last second had to uh, set everything up and get his stuff running while I had to kick over to the laptop. So I'm actually not the one pushing the stream tonight. It's Adam. So this should be pretty fun uh, <clears throat> as he slides on the glasses. So <laughs> should be a good show tonight. All right, we're going to talk. IVRL, we had a break last week, first and foremost. We're going to make mention of that. There was a break uh, for Memorial Day. And uh, we're going to talk IVRL. You guys were at Sonoma. And then uh, we're going to talk Truck Series, which uh, we didn't get to broadcast. I was under the weather, so we missed the broadcast on that. But a wild race. We're going to really get into that. I uh, heard a lot about that. And then uh, AOLL, we're going to talk the um upcoming cup series and then we're also going to talk about the tnt series josh hey it was a fun race for the most part there you go so uh real quick uh we're going to take a quick uh word from pat patterson and then when we come back we're going to bring in thomas carino our first guest from the ivrl hi it's pat patterson the racing guy you're listening to the Ghostfire media podcast Alrighty, we're back. Uh, that was our main man, Pat Patterson, welcoming you to the podcast here. And we're going to bring in Thomas Carino now. He's an awesome guy uh, I race with every so often. He was off this past week at Sonoma, so he doesn't have anything really to say about that. But we weren't here last Friday night to talk about the previous race. <laughs> Let me give you a, a, a welcome yeah, to the podcast, sure. man. And uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Car number, league, all that happy jazz. 
Yeah. So uh, Tom Tom Carino Jr. I'm in the uh, IVRL Buck Kicker League and uh, car number seven. Um, first year I've done it. Been a really really good time. Um, got into iRacing, racing. I think like a a decent amount of people I know when uh, the pandemic really started. And I was kind of forced inside, finally decided to pull the trigger. And, man, I, I just haven't turned back. I've loved it. So, Awesome, man. Sonoma. Sonoma. How, how, how was it for you? Hey. I actually missed it. This is the first race I missed this, this whole year was Sonoma. Um, but before that, I've been on a nice little hot streak. Been running uh, top fives a lot and um, had a bad race at Coda. Just had some terrible uh, – just a terrible mistake on pit road. But uh, – no man, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Um, really getting used to. Uh, I got some new equipment because, of course, I couldn't go a whole year without getting new equipment. It's like it's it's addicting. You know what I mean? It's always evolving. So, uh, you're, you're you're happy at one point, and then you're just like you see something else shining. You're like, I gotta have it. You gotta have. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So then finally, I've settled into some stuff, and I really feel like the results are coming. So yeah, I can't complain, man. Awesome, man, Adam. Yeah, man. Uh, so. Where were we the week prior? Uh, Charlotte, the Charlotte, where you you raced that one? Correct. So we can yeah, talk yeah, about I did. that one. We did. We didn't have a podcast last Friday night, so we can talk about the Charlotte three hundred, what fifty, seventy five miles that we did. We can definitely yeah. talk about Charlotte. Yeah, I, uh, I, again, bad pitch strategy, but managed to recover. I, uh, you know, Cody tells us the stages before you start the race every single time, and I just wasn't paying attention, and I thought the first stage was fifty laps, so I pitted at lap twenty six. And then realized I needed to go 49 more, and that wasn't going to happen on one tank. So, uh, yeah, ended up a lap down, battled my way back, I think, to, like, uh, close to a top 10 or something like that. But yeah, um, I, I didn't know it. if you were trying to do a three-stop stage, trying to get some type of advantage over everybody else. Uh, me and Charles were talking about it because uh, Charles uh, is my unofficial teammate. That's mm -hmm. uh, we race in the general chat, and that's where I was like, man, is this dude trying to go for, like, a three-pit stop for every stage to try to get that fresh tire advantage? He's but if he does that, he's not going to have any tires at the end. <laughs> exactly. No, I totally realized that way too late, too. So I uh, not way too late after the first stage, but man, it was uh, it was good. And then, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting that that race kind of threw some with the unlimited resets, too. I feel like I did a really good job surviving and, you know, saw a bunch of wrecks that I had avoided until I got flipped over on the backstretch. But that's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, I felt like I did a good job surviving, so probably would have been a better finish had we done no resets. But it's fine, man. It was, it was fun to change it up. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I had a blast. I mean, uh, I kind of wish the uh, resets weren't there for the fast repairs. Uh, I know Cody Cody did his best to try and jump through the hoops because of the uh, unfortunate uh, Toyotas had an unfair advantage underneath qualifying of having the uh, California Auto Club. But uh, he, he put it together a new server right quick, and it just uh, one click didn't get through. But uh, that's what I was hoping to raise some nutrition because there's some, I saw many people slap that wall coming out of turn four, and not many people did exactly. Too, but there's a lot of people did it on turn four, and I was like, man, if they didn't have the resets, I'll be moving up. I mean, I, I think I I played it out. I think my only disadvantage I think for myself was uh, that last caution that we did. Uh, I didn't take uh, four sets of tires. I didn't take a set of tires. I stayed out, and everybody else had like 10 laps on their tires, and they they pitted, and they, everybody blew my doors off uh, for the most part. But I was hoping that we would have a late race caution, and I would have that extra set of tires for that la last 5, 10 lap, 10, 20 lap run or something like that that they didn't have, but that caution never came. <laughs> no, exactly, man. It's, it's, it's amazing how much of it comes down to a strategy. 
strategy play after a while. Um, but yeah, no, for sure. Now, what's your preferred tracks? Are you a mile and a half guy, short track, road? So I guess I, I should start quickly with how I got into racing, which is go-karts, right? I, I raced go-karts when I was younger and raced against guys like Austin Dillon down south. I did the World Karting Series, or World Karting Association Series, and raced against him and Trevor Bain. And uh, it was always short tracks, right? It was always short tracks and, and stuff like that. And I did a street stock at a, a mile, excuse me, a half mile track that very closely resembles Martinsville in upstate New York. And uh, I love the short tracks. I think it's more fun. I think it takes a little bit more skill. Um, but that's not to say that I haven't developed the skills for the mile and a half because you have to, right? There's 15 or however many of them on the schedule now. So it's, um, it's interesting to see that and even within the mile and a half, how different they can be. It seems like they wouldn't be, but certain tracks, man, it's just it, it's a totally different line, a totally different feel. But if I had to give you an answer, I'd say short tracks. I love beating and banging. I love, you know, it's it's. I think it's what stock car racing was started on, and I think that's what it is. You know what I mean? It's great. It's great to see all these different tracks. I feel you, man. Uh, I think uh, the mile and a half's kind of improved over the past six months or so once the iRacing swapped over to the dynamic tracks. Uh, some of these one-group tracks now have a, at least two lanes. Some of them can get up to three to four lanes on them where you're not just like everybody's just stagnant behind the one person trying to get to the bottom or get to the top because that's the only lane. So I think the mile and a half have kind of improved. I think the iRacing or the super speedways went down even though they went to more true to life apparently. But uh, a lot of people hate it. I still like I like the old super speedway packages. I like the new super yeah. speedway packages. I've... I've got a lot of uh, wins on both of them, so I, I can deal with either. And uh, I'm waiting for the next gen. I was watching Josh right before we went into this. He was uh, streaming uh, the new, the next gen rookie class car today at uh, Daytona, and uh, he was having fun. I almost won it. I recommend yeah, I anybody to do it. It it is an absolute blast. These things are great in the pack, and it. it the drafting is so much easier and it's easier to initiate a run in comparison to the current cup car. Even before they swapped over to the, uh, the latest track package for that. So, Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about it, right? Like the guys in our group for the IVRL series, they all talk about how much they love driving it. I haven't driven it yet, man. I'm, I'm scraping just by just trying to get practice for our, our series and let alone a new car. But, uh, but yeah, man, it's uh, I'm looking forward to driving that too. Yeah, we did a AOLL did a fun race on Sunday night, sponsored by First Response Racing, and we did uh, Michigan. So we, yeah, we went out to Michigan on Sunday night. Seventy five laps, we had twenty three different leaders at the line. Twenty three different leaders at the line. That that speaks volumes. I mean, to be able to get that many people to pass for the lead for it, and that doesn't even mean how many times that actually the lead actually changed going down the back straightaway. Because in AOLL right. at yeah. that. I mean, we had, I, I was driving down the back straightaway of Michigan and a car flew by me, felt like I was sitting still and we were all in a draft. Like Randy Pepper blew my doors off. Like he was doing at least 10 to 15 miles an hour faster than me. I was like, where the hell does this dude come from? But that's what these new cars are going to give you. They're going to give you these long and beautiful runs that you don't get stagnated by the air and turbulence and the, that stupid bubble when you get close. Like you just slow yeah. down. No, you just keep going. It's still there a little bit, but it's much easier to push through. Yeah. But, um, 
But yeah, I can't wait for next year for the IVRL, AOL, and all the other leagues I run uh, to kind of migrate to that. I know everybody's going to wait until that, and uh, that'll be a 2022. But until then, um, you missed this week at Sonoma. I wouldn't say you missed much, but you missed a race. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, can I guess who won? Was it, was you it can Cosby? guess. You probably Cosby. be right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have like a was it like a eighty percent chance right now? I think that's his right. statistics. They're probably higher. Right. Maybe like 85, 90. It was Cody. I think Cody first, McKinney won think, it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think the first race. I think the first race I was competitive with Cosby this year was at was at Richmond, and I was racing them side by side, and I was like. Is something wrong with him? Like, did he <laughs> did he hit something? I was I was just completely lost. I was like, I did not belong up here with these guys. This is so confusing. But yeah, it's uh, it's wild to see those guys, man. Fix that up, like how they can simultaneously be so fast and somehow still have tires at the end. I still there's things like I've gotten better, but there's still things I don't comprehend that they can do. Yeah, I like just don't a, get it. Unreal. Like I came out one time, we were at Dover, and uh, I just went a lap down. Uh, cause just straight long green flag runs. And I went a lap down to Greg Holt coming out of the pits and mm-hmm. I stay, I stay with Greg until my tires wore out, but he kept going. He, yeah, his, tires never, his tires never wore out. I think he's over here putting some contra cheat codes or something in there, but I mean, yeah, I, was, exactly. I matched him lap for lap for about 10, 15 laps. And then after that, I mean, he just started gapping me cause I think he just up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, AB star select, man. It's crazy. Exactly. Got some track tack on those tires. No, I know it. It's it's insane. I don't know how these guys do it. But yeah, that's the thing, right? That's the beautiful thing about it's like it's just like the real thing in the sense that it, there's always somebody you're chasing and there's always somebody you're trying to get better and there's always somebody you're trying to beat, right? And maybe not for Joseph Causey this year, but it's it's pretty amazing to see these guys how good they can be. And it's fun, man. It's been a really good community. It's been everybody's been pretty civil, with the exception of a couple incidents here and there, right? Not to mention any names, Patrick Gaspar, but you know it's been really good. And uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, but no, it's been it's been really fun. So it's it's cool to see you guys and like how how serious everybody takes this stuff. And I love it, man. It's just reigniting that passion. I I, uh, I I miss actual racing. I mean, like you know, re- the real deal thing. And like I stopped that when I was Jesus, 18. Man, money is a money is a hell of a burden in that in the real life deal, and uh, just couldn't do it anymore. So. It's uh, awesome to kind of pick up a community here with this. Yeah, and you would think, like, you know, doing this stuff is going to get cheaper, you know, instead of real racing, and then you start investing, and you realize, yeah. like, man, I probably could have bought a damn race car for what I've just spent. And this stuff oh, still 100%. breaks. Again, you know, my desktop yeah. just broke today. I can't tell you what's wrong with it, but now I got to figure out what this thing's wrong with just to be able to Aren't race again. too. Huh? Aren't you help desk? Yeah. Yeah, that's but the sad he, part. But he has other people work for him. He's he's moving up to the top here where he doesn't do anything anymore. And he's like, hey, guys, uh, I need you guys right. to work on X, Y, and Z now. No, I got out of special operations community, that. okay? They don't let us do anything in Big Army. I literally have to call people. Like, Yo, this is broke. Can you fix this? Like, it's stupid. But anyways, neither here nor there, man. But yeah, like I said, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, today, Fnatic just released that new director I've wheel, like 350 bucks. That's yep. a great deal, right? I just spent $750 on this CSW 2.5, and here they come out with this cheap direct drive, you know? Oh. So, now, I mean, you know, we never, it, it, it's never ending. It just seems like both of right. them. Right. It's yeah, exactly right. Exact thing. Like, I, I did the same thing. I started off with the cheapest we can start off with. This was months ago. I started off with the Thrustmaster TMX, dude. And I was just That's rolling with that, not feeling anything. <laughs> and then, yeah, that's what I started off with, and I, I love it, and it was great, and I had a blast. But then, like, 
you start getting in these races where these guys are just like, you feel like you're doing everything you can. And then you just realize that that equipment does make a difference sometimes. And it's, you know, there's still guys who can wheel and beat me with, with, you know, worse equipment. And I understand that. And I'm totally privy to that, but getting, I got a, a fan attack as well. I got a direct drive and man, it's, it's unbelievable how, how, how fun it makes it and how realistic it feels. It's cool. It's very yeah, cool. I mean, uh, that's what I started off with. I had a T150 and I was playing NASCAR heat for a while and, uh, for about a year, yep. got in some leagues there. One of them was actually the IVRL on, uh, Xbox. They, they have a huge, uh, Xbox league going there. And then I swapped over to iRacing, and then the, I got into AOL series. And that's how I got Larry involved, because I was streaming for AOL just to end card. And this dude always called me out on how, how horrible I was. So uh, he came on <laughs> this Xbox controller and started running some TNT races with that. And then uh, and I he finally... hasn't improved since the controller. No, he has not. <laughs> oh. And then uh, I think I moved up to the AccuForce, and then there I was able is. to give uh, Larry a good discount on the T150, and then he had it for a while. I think he's up to the CSW 2.5, so he's you know he's moving up. And uh, I think my pedals have went through four people now. I think three yeah. people, and no four, including yeah. all the GFM yeah, people. Basically, everybody in GFM. So I, I sold my. Thrustmaster TLCMs, yeah, whatever. To Larry, Larry gave sold them to Josh. Josh sold them to Carl. So now Carl's the owner of it. <laughs> so I mean, we're a big community over here and uh, helping everybody else uh, advance in their life without breaking the bank. Yeah, it's cool, man. And that's the thing, right? Is like, so I, I guess I have a question for you guys. Is like, how did you get started with all this, and how did it come up? Because for me, it was just a, a shot in the dark. I, I knew a guy who knew a guy who knew ran the series and. I was all in and they checked it out. So how'd this all get going? I'll start off and then uh, kind of work way around to Josh and Larry. So I've been into like, you know, just regular Xbox games, consoles, my whole entire life. I've played a little bit of PC. I really never had a PC growing up. So I didn't really have, I, I couldn't join all this uh, AOL crowd who's been in there from the 90s, since the mid nineties running off yeah. a whole bunch of different things. Cause that's their, their level. And, uh, you know, so I've ran Forzas, I've ran Gran Turismo's, done NASCAR games. I mean, my favorite one was NASCAR 98 with the cheat code. You get the uh, paintballs and you can start shooting everybody in front of you and they do a spin out. It was awesome. Uh, and then, uh, like I said, uh, last year I made a turning point to where I was wanting to get off the console and moved into a little bit more, uh, more, more physics heavy and actual simulation. So I moved over to iRacing with a three month code and see if I like it. And then that, that's when uh, I started piling in money. <laughs> and then, yep. Uh, Preaching so, to the choir. Yeah. I think uh, I kind of helped uh, AOL get a little bit reinvigorated because uh, Johnny, who is one of the big AOL admins, came over to my house for vacation and he's my wife's cousin. So, my, you know, you know, relative uh, through my wife. And uh, they came over for vacation from Illinois down to North Carolina. And uh, he saw me racing on the Xbox. And he's like, let me try, man. So he started playing it. I mean, he, he's been with them forever. And then uh, I don't know if he had the bug beforehand, but I, I definitely, it definitely implanted, implanted the bug again into him. And then shortly after that, like they started back up and running again. So, and then, you know, the whole pandemic helped everybody get back into it. Yeah, I, I wish mine was like that beautiful of a story. <laughs> Basically, from my youth, I was always playing racing video games and yeah. everything. I started off with Papyrus's Indy 500 when I was like six years old. 
got the next indie game when it came out and then Gran Turismo came out and that was pretty much the only thing I played until about 2017. I had my Thrustmaster T150 that was part of the game and I happened to be working with a team in the UK. I was over there drinking with a bunch of them, which not a surprise with that group. And we were just talking about it, and they were just like, oh, we have an iRacing team. You should join us. And I looked at them like, what the heck are you talking about? They explained it to me, and I was like, okay, I'll give this a try. Ran like three races with them. They were way better than me. Yep. And then I just kind of tried to kick it up from there, and it ended up sitting just due to too much work happening until the pandemic hit, and then I started picking it up again. And I was just like, you know, I'm going to join a league. And then I found the AOL, and yeah, that's what happened. That's oh, awesome. Man. Grew up motocross. Can't do that forever. You know, breaks your body down. <laughs> so got to find some other way to have some fun, right? So like Adam said, man, I caught him streaming one day. And I worked with this dude in the Army. And I used to always love giving him crap when he was sitting at his desk watching car videos and talking about Ricky Bobby and how fast arrows was. And I was like, dude, you're not that fast. Like you're, you're garbage. Shut up. No, no. I used to like to pick on him at work. And then I seen his video and I was like, dude, you're terrible. Like, how are you not <laughs> winning? You are garbage. Like how long have you been doing this? So then finally he called me out and he said, come on, man, if you think you could do this, come out and race with us. So then I had to make a point Xbox controller, man, you know, two, two little fingers. And then started buying his stuff. And next thing you know, my wife was nice enough to buy me the CSW. I bought, the V3s, uh, who did I get those from? You, Adam? No, no, you bought those straight out. No, no, I bought those from uh, Rick. Okay, you, yeah, you uh, got those from Rick, yeah. You got the wheel I from the, me. Yep, and then and I other a bunch problems. of, uh, uh, we'll say donated equipment. Uh, that's how we'll call it, donated equipment on triples. And then Adam went VR, so I was like, oh, I got to go VR. And <laughs> Two thousand dollar lap, you know, desktop later, and next thing you know, man, I mean, yep. here we are. Um, so, in all no, honesty, awesome. I had no, yeah. I had nothing better to do on Saturday because you know those Saturdays in the freaking fall are getting kind of boring now when we're wiping the floor with everybody, you know. No, yeah, for sure. And then losing in heartbreaking fashion in the semifinals. <laughs> I get it. No, I get it. Trust me. I would like to. I would like to just be a part of it one day. I just, I just, I just want to make the playoff one day, which we'll have to expand it to twenty-seven teams for that to happen. So, so I'm no, from, but, uh, I'm from but North yeah, Carolina, man, so, so I have like forty-seven teams. Yeah. I have like forty-seven teams in North Carolina to choose from. It's like, who do I want to do? Like, I was raised a Wolfpack fan, but they suck at everything. They're they're like they're medium tier on every sport level there is. They're not good at anything, but they're really they they can make it to the end. And they, but that's you know they're like oh you almost made the playoffs. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how I felt with Michigan for the for the first few years, and now we're just bad again. But um, but yeah, man, it's it's crazy. The, the iRacing community is so wild. So the company I work for now actually is uh, Ilmore Engineering. So what we do is we um, we build the IndyCar engines for Chevrolet. We build the NASCAR Truck Series engines, and then um, and then Mastercraft boat engines. It's wild. It's a, it's a crazy place, and it's here in Plymouth, Michigan. You would never think that that they would be in Michigan, but it is. Um, <laughs> really cool spot, right? And I, I got to know a lot. Of, I, I'm I'm an accountant. I don't build shit. I'm a nerd. So I, I got <laughs> to know I got to know a lot of these guys who work there. And uh, one of the guys who works there on our actually our trackside engineer team for the IndyCar is uh, Adam Blocker. He's like one of the best iRacing IndyCar guys like in the world it's kind of unbelievable and like 
you know, I met him and I talked to him about it and I was like, oh, I'm just getting into it. And he's like, yeah, I guess I, I'm pretty good at it. And then like, I started looking up some stuff about him on iRacing and he's like, I think he's got like a 10,000 plus road rating and shit. Like <laughs> he's unbelievable. man. So it's crazy. You just like the, the small world of this whole thing is awesome too. I love it. Yeah, man. I mean, when you think about iRacing, uh, you know, one of his uh, Adam's claim to fame is he raced, you know, Kyle Busch, you know, he, Yep. talks about that quite frequently we've had guys that just randomly are like ah oh, look who i'm racing and, and you just you would never think it right like you know it's an online game what are the odds you're going to catch one of the cup guys you know racing the the coolest the, i've had two cool moments one was when michael mcdowell absolutely waxed my ass in a cup <laughs> race one time i can't remember where we are i finished second by like 17 seconds or some crap and it was like a short race and then the other one was, <laughs> it was a practice session I did in Arca car at Rockingham, and I was fastest by one one thousandth of a second over Elliot Sadler. And I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. I was yeah, like, that's, yeah. that's pretty neat, right? So, but yeah, that's that's the best part about it is like you get. I have that picture on my phone still of like my name, Elliot Sadler, and I've sent that to everybody I know who even knows anything about racing, right? So it does. It makes. Don't worry, it really I do fun. that with uh, Kyle Busch. Uh, I mean, I started third, and pushed, sure him, uh, pushed him to the win, and. Uh... And then uh, some dude, I have a video of afterwards where some dude came and just destroyed his car. <laughs> he was sitting on the back straight away <laughs> of Talladega. That dude came in at like 200 miles an hour and just plowed Kyle Busch and sent him to the field. <laughs> did you uh, did you save the replay? I'd hang on that one. Oh, man, I got that. Time, and I got man. videos as well of it. But yeah, it was like a, car cool. it was a carb cool. cup race. And uh, yeah, I started third and I pushed him to the win. And uh, it was awesome. Where are you uh, guys racing yeah, at this week? Uh, we're going to Nashville. It's the all-star race, and this guy over That's here right. is going to have to race his way in. I, I'm fortunate enough to have a win in Talladega where I don't have to race my yeah. way in. I can get into Nashville and just stink up the show, and from the get-go from there, I don't have to you know, sh show off an all-star race of how bad I am. Or the, the four Yeah, I'm excited. It's the, short, it's the short track. It's the fairgrounds. So there's going to be some pissed off people after I run through the field in about 10 laps. So it'd be oh a good time. God. That, it, that track is murder for the dip coming out of two and four. Yep. Yep. And then these cup cars with us. It's unbelievable is be how bumpy ridiculous. it is. I love it. Yep. It's, it's going to be awesome, man. It's, it's, uh, I like that we did it though. You know what I mean? Like I said earlier, like short tracks and just beating and banging is fun. It's, 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 uh, it's one of the extremes, right? And I hope they eventually go back to this place in, in real life as well. And uh, I think they will. The momentum seems like it's there. Especially well, Nashville, the they're Speedway, going to Nashville. It's so well. This year again, so. Yeah, they're going to the Super Speedway. They're not going to the fairgrounds. Um, Two different tracks. Um, uh, I wish huh. they would they would follow the real-life schedule, Cody, and go to Texas Motor Speedway for the All-Star Race because I would have preferred that over Nashville, uh, the fairgrounds, that small-ass track uh, with these cup cars. It's cool when you have a smaller, like, ARCA or something or the, maybe the truck series, but uh, this torque is going to be uh, one to watch there coming out of the corners uh, for the cup series on Tuesday night. Luckily, it's a I'll be amazed if we yeah, I'll be amazed if it's if we make it like more than three laps without a caution. <laughs> well, well, we have four four prior races, four four you could say heat races to get in there. So for the people yep. out there watching, what's going to happen is you know we're going to follow kind of like the uh, all star race format that we normally have, and 
Uh, we're going to have four heat races going into it. The winner of each heat race moves on to the show, and there will be one fan vote. So if the, the overall winner of the fan vote actually makes it in through the heat race, the second place in the fan vote will then move into the main show. So kind of just like how everything else works in NASCAR, that's how we're going to be doing it on Tuesday night from my understanding. So if you're watching this and you have a favorite driver in the IVRL, go out there and like this post. We, we got this guy down here in the bottom right. He wants you to want your vote, but there's plenty of other drivers. If you have other people out there in, in, in your uh, mind and you want to vote for, go out there and vote. It's on the IVRL Butt Kicker Series page. Uh, we shared it earlier in the week, so you can find it through our Facebook page, or you can just uh, search for theirs and go and vote for your favorite driver to make it into the All-Star Race on Tuesday night. If we've got a strong Ohio contingent, I'll take this off. <laughs> we'll just go like that. Well, well, vote hey, for hey, me. I will no. say one thing. It doesn't matter if they're from Ohio or not. It just seems like their fans are everywhere. You know, it's correct. And that's coming from an Ohio correct, guy, right? man. I've lived in Louisiana. I was there when we got spanked by Florida and LSU in the national title. I live in, you know, North Carolina, and it just seems like Ohio State fans are everywhere. It's like Browns yep. fans. They they <laughs> scatter around the country. I went to a Browns backers event to watch the Browns when I was in Denver, and there were easily 300 people there. All dressed in orange from the other orange. <laughs> yeah, right, right. The orange and brown. So, yeah, man, uh, this should be a fun race this week. Let's get some picks in for this. Uh, since apparently we're going to have two different style stages, let's say uh, who gets in and who wins the overall. Uh, I, I, Adam, do you have the list of guys who are... That's what I'm going to have to do right now. Do you, have, go, do you have the list of guys who need to qualify? That's what I'm yeah. going to have to go and look up right now on Facebook. Hey, I I've I'm, already got it pulled up, so... Let's see. Who has wins? Joseph Causey, Greg Holt, Brandon Massey... Will Cannon, Adam S. Wood. That's something I don't get to say very often. <laughs> don't, well, don't. Don't ever. And that is it. Just because Joseph Causey has run away. We've got some uh, past champions that qualified too, right? I think. Uh, so you got past race winners that, uh, that were able yeah. to make it in there too. So the open drivers that we have to pick from that uh, from the four which is a small field. So if we got full races, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 drivers. So 14 drivers, four races. So there's about over three to four cars in each one. So you got a, you know, about a 25% chance of making it into the show there with it. Uh, so uh, we got the double zero Scott Williams. We have the number 89, Joshua Gaithright, number 29, Ira Kohas. Uh, number 76, Charles Yurick. It says Ryan, but then, you know, I, he, does he, he probably goes by Ryan and not Charles. I call him Charles. All right. Well, I have to ask him, man. He's my, he's my unofficial teammate. I don't know if I should be calling him Ryan in the, in her team call chat. Him, really screw him up and call him Chuck. 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 Right. We got Harvey Abrams, Derek Schilling, uh, Mike Payne, Jacob Kaplan, Ryan Cleaver, Cliver. I can't remember. I remember there's a big discussion of how to say his name. Uh, our, our, our guy right here, Thomas Crino Jr., Nicholas Weatherby, and Jaden Gimble. And then uh, Tyler Walden is the number six car that was not on the original list, but he said to vote number six at the bottom if you want to comment for him. So I think um, 
I think the four, see, it's kind of hard. I don't know which four are going to be in what heat races. So it's kind of hard to pick which ones uh, are going to be there. But I think the top contenders uh, is definitely Thomas uh, Carino here. He has uh, been showing out. I mean, he's had a heck of a run. Uh, me and him raced together for a while at Coda. Um, yeah. Some good battles there. Uh, and a little bit at Charlotte. Uh, so he's a good one. Nicholas Weatherby. I mean, he's been put on the clinic. He's fast. Uh, he, he messed up. Uh, he got in the sand on Tuesday night and messed up his uh, run. You know, that, that Sonoma sand will destroy your tires very quickly. Can't really recover. I think uh, my my unofficial teammate uh, Charles Jurek. He is a uh, he's been run on a fire before we got to all these road courses. Uh, he's kind of stumbled since then, uh, but I think he's going to have a good night. And Joshua Gaithright, I think he's going to yep. have a good night. I agree. I agree. I think the only other one I'd maybe say is Ira's been quick too, right? He's been he's been up there beating and banging, but uh, it'll be good, man. It'll be fun. Uh, um, if I make it, I make it, and if I don't, I don't. It'll be uh, a, it'll be a good time. <laughs> yeah, well, it'd be nice. Maybe, maybe my wife will actually see me one of these nights. Then. <laughs> it won't be 300 and what, 50 or 75 miles? <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, she hollered down the basement steps because that's where my rig is. She hollered down the basement steps and said, I'm going to bed. And this is like 10 o'clock. And I was like, yeah, yeah, there's about 50 laps left still. I'll see you in a bit. Like, I, I think that's the yeah, one good thing about me having to move to but, Texas is uh, um, I, I moved to Texas and everything's one hour back. So I'm not getting off of it like between 8 and 9 and not 9 to 10 or 11. <laughs> that is nice. No, that is nice for sure. As far as the big race goes, though, man, I mean, I, Will – I feel like Will Cannon's fast, and uh, what's his name is fat. Um, Brandon Massey's really fast at short tracks. I think he was really fast at Martinsville. So I, I obviously Joseph Causey is the favorite in my mind, but I think one of those three guys will will get I mean, it done Tito if, I, as a if whole. I don't wreck him first. So yeah. we'll see. It's, it's yeah, it's hard to go against Causey at this point. You know, I mean. <sighs> I ain't got nothing to say about that guy. He's freaking fast. <laughs> I mean, Atito racing as a whole, really it's just, uh, it's been phenomenal this year. They're working great together on and off track. So can't wait to see what they, they have planned. Hopefully it's terrible because I need to go up there a little bit further in points. Uh, I think I know I'm going to miss uh, the following week, whatever track they're trying to get rid of iRacing Super Speedway and move it to either Indy or uh was it Kansas, Kentucky, Kentucky? I think that, yeah, they were trying Kentucky. to, yeah, they're trying, there's a poll up right now trying to get rid of it. I'll miss that race no matter what, but I still vote for iRacing Super Speedway. It's different than Daytona and Talladega. The corners are way different. It makes it a whole different track to run in period for uh super speedway, but everybody hates super speedways. So everybody's trying to vote ah. against it. I switched my vote. I switched it from Indy to, to iRacing Super Speedway. I figured we do enough of those, you know, stretched out races. So uh, I'll, I'm down to clown at that place. You, you can go for wide there and not have an issue. It's That's delightful. What I'm saying. Well, no, there's always going to be an issue because somebody's always going to do something well, dumb. It's not only that, right. but you also have the fact that the runs that you get up top are different than you get at the bottom. I mean, you, you can still push like unlike Talladega, which is a progressive same style banking at the top and bottom. iRacing Super Speedway kind of banks it like this where you, you have a good banking at both at the top and bottom and you can get a better run at the top. So that's why I like about it. Uh, and, and like you said, you can come off the corner four wide and just be a hunky dory and then you're just pulling on everybody. So that's why yeah. I say go for it. Yeah. 
We're a, this has fun. been an awesome segment, man. Uh, Thomas, we're going to have to get you back on. Uh, just please don't wear that hat again. <laughs> you can wear that hat. Next time, I'll, I'll, I'll wear I'll wear a racing hat next time. Sorry, sorry. Absolutely enjoyed having you, man. The conversation's awesome, so I definitely want to get you back, man. It was it was great. Uh, so hopefully no, thank, you'll be able to come thank back. You guys for, yeah, no, thank you guys a bunch for having me. It's Like I said, it, it's so cool to see people just so bought in and who care about the stuff and have have fun with it, man. Right, like life's too short not to not to have fun, and it's uh it's been a riot with you guys so far in the whole series. And this is uh it's really cool. It's really cool to see people passionate about racing like I am. So thanks, guys. Absolutely, man. Well, that was a quick transition. I I've been seeing a little latency issues on my computer, which is kind of throwing me off. Yeah, I what 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 is this devilry? Yeah, yeah, you, you, the the old uh, Mr. Clean's in here, man. The, the beard is here. <laughs> Fear the beard. <laughs> What's going on? Your mic cut out just a little bit. Go ahead and give us another test. All right. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I got man. you. Much better. Awesome. So, uh, guys, that was Tom Scrino. First off, seems like a great dude, man. Uh, awesome to talk to him. Definitely got to get him back. I, I love the conversation with him. Just, um, just knowing up? if we do bring him back, I will be wearing <laughs> my Michigan gear. Yeah, you're trash. He's, he's gonna go full out, man. <laughs> I, hey, Carl, I need a car painted, by the way. Okay, I'll send you my deets later. No, no. Is it, is it, is it the well, one we've discussed? Well, it's gonna be another one, not that one quite okay. yet. So, so <laughs> we this one. This one's dedicated to Josh. So there's okay. another. There's a. You guys missed out on Tuesday night there or Wednesday night, so I won't spoil the surprise. But we're all working for a car or a truck. Yeah. Just, just want to let everybody know we, we we have to talk in secret about this. Uh, the people who ran on uh, Wednesday night, they all know about this, and we're gonna all make this happen within the next two to three races. If you're watching this, reach out to me. I will. Uh, yeah, Josh, get everything arranged. Joshua will be the one getting everything arranged for for the truck paints. It's going to be an awesome time. It's a gift for you guys. Oh, okay. Wow. Because we missed you so much on Wednesday. Can't wait. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> Anyways, right. hey, so great conversation with IVRL. Like I said, guys, that was uh, Thomas Carino, man. Great, great dude. Uh, definitely going to have him back. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk AOLL. We're going to kick into the TNT series with our special guest, Philip Manzo, who I'm pretty excited to have on, man. So let's go ahead and uh, let's take that quick break. Adam, are you talking? The TNT Series Developmental Division for our beginners and those getting back into racing. The Cup Series for our veterans and Class A licensed drivers. The Sportsman Division racing the Gander Outdoor Trucks with drivers from the TNT and Cup Series. You can catch all of the AOLL action here on Ghostfire Media. All right, we're back. Yeah, once again, all these damn filters. Uh, welcome back. <laughs> we're 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 going through. Uh, it apparently muted desktop or the AOL commercial audio, but left the desktop audio on. 
So it was backwards. So for the first three seconds of it, I saw it. A little, uh, <laughs> hey, just a little bit of the behind the scenes of what you get to hear. We do conversate when commercials are on. We we talk about. I, I wouldn't say we badmouth anybody, which we I wouldn't badmouth Thomas. You know, we was just talking about uh, open the next beer. Huh? The next beer. Anyways, we was talking uh, just you know little sidebar on. Uh, latency issues but uh now we're going to aol tnt series so without further ado man let's bring phil manzo in uh you know a little sidebar on uh latency. hey phil man we can hear you listening to the podcast that's what i'm talking about without further ado man let's bring phil manzo in how you doing guys hey man how are you tonight i'm good 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 hey so uh yeah. real quick New guest, uh, can you give us a little 411 about you? Your name, where you're from, uh, car you drive series? I'm good. I'm I'm good. I'm good. Hey, so new guest, uh, can you give us a little 411 about you? Your name? I, say, I think he may be running off of the podcast audio to where there's a delay. Yeah, there is a delay. Can you give us Let's a see here. There's a, there's a little delay here. I think he may. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. All right, so yeah, if we could just get a four on one on you, man, and uh, you know, like I said, who you are, your car number, and what you run. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. I'm, from, I'm Phil Manzo. I'm from Henderson, Nevada. Moved out here six years ago, and I I run in the TNT series, and I drive the number eight car. I got you, man. We, hey, we've uh, missed you for a few weeks, man. Hey, one yeah. second before we get into that. I think you're listening to the broadcast, and that's kind of bleeding in. So if you could uh, turn off uh, the either mute the uh, Facebook tab or however you're listening to it, because it's uh, yeah. providing feedback into us to the broadcast, and that's kind of again. So could also be me. Nah. Okay, nah. I think we're good now. Nah, there we go. I think we're good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, appreciate it, man. All right, go ahead and tell us a little bit more about you. Um, from Henderson, Nevada. Um, moved out here six years ago from Rhode Island. Like I said, I drive the number eight car in the TNT. I was working in a casino doing security. Now I'm at the Las Vegas Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders? Doing security for the team. That's a beautiful building. I went by there early last year, I think February. Hey. I'm a Patriots fan. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we, we won't get into that because <laughs> thank God it. Nick's not here. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, we 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 won't give you as much crap as we give Nick for being a Patriots fan. But we had a guest actually tell him that he was he was wearing a piece of garbage when he was wearing a Patriot hoodie. <laughs> Oh man! Let you have it, but we we don't give Nick those passes. No, <laughs> no. But hey, man. Uh, so I I got to say, first off, it, it's wonderful to see you back racing with the AOLL, man. We missed you. Uh, you know, we seen you in the uh, TNT, the the uh, Legends cars. Kind of took a little break there, and then now you're back in the street stock. So uh, Arca, seemed like you had a. Like, thank you, Arca. I, I don't I don't know why you guys. I'm thinking street socks. Broadcast it. How can yeah, you miss seriously. this stuff? <laughs> because I don't call out what car you have. 
He, he has, I'm just calling the action. Raced was a street stock in TNT, so that's what he's only familiar with. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the last. I'm pretty sure that's the last thing he's ever raced. I don't even know. Hey, he finished cup third race, in the Cup car once. Okay. Yeah, well, with that, I gotta go get my wife the broom. I'll be back. <laughs> All right, we scared him off. It was so, fun. Phil, it's it was great fun to have you back. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. It was fun last night. Um, yeah, I took a few weeks off. I needed some time. Um, I run three other leagues, so I was racing like every night. But uh, getting back last night was a blast, and all I wanted to do was keep it clean. And I ended up bouncing off that wall. And kept I kept it up against that wall for the longest time, so I wouldn't hit anybody coming down. Well, it, you know, I, I I think only one driver kept it clean all night, and that was uh, Sean Capri. I mean, he was he was in the lead, so it's a little bit easier to keep it clean out there. I think all of us had some trouble at some point or another. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure I ended with 14 incident points, and that was about the average. Yeah, Sean had a he he had he only hit lap traffic really one time, and uh, he. He bided his time, and uh, he lost a little bit of time to Cody Leland that was coming up on him, but then he was able to pop through and uh, to get by those last couple, and then that's uh, when uh, I think Cody got in the back of uh, David right there on going into turn, I think, one. I think he, he got in the back. He, Dave braked a little bit sooner than uh, he thought, and he just couldn't get woed down. So we only had five people last night out of the 14 that weren't in double digit incident points and phil you were one of them <laughs> that's all i was doing trying to keep it clean i it was i i ran a lot with uh joshua mays i gotta give him a shout out um he messaged me after the race and he was like thanks for door to door side by each um racing it was fun he he thanked me for keeping it clean and giving him space yeah, man, we were uh, we were out there calling you, man. We were we were glad to see you guys uh, or see you back last night, and uh, see you uh, running up there good. I mean, you had you were up there at one point, and uh, you know all these crazy cautions near the end. Uh, people kept getting involved in, pushed you backwards, pushed you forward. So there's uh, a lot of differences there, but uh, you were able to get back up there uh, and run pretty good laps there and pretty consistent. Thank you, thank you. It's, it's all about short track racing. You're going to have that banging, banging and everything else. Yeah, it would have been nice near the end of the race. We'd had a little less banging. Uh, think, yeah, uh, it got a little crazy <laughs> at the end. Hey, you but, know what they uh, say, cautions bring cautions. That, no doubt about that. I mean, we were it was clean for a little while. Cleanish. Yeah. I mean, but Martinsville was, as a whole for every race i've done this season in many different leagues i didn't even try to do it unofficial so yeah it's martinsville uh there is going to happen uh you're going to miss your breaking point you're going to look to left or right and it, you're going to miss it and you're going to get into the back of the person in front of you or lock it up and slide it and then somebody's going to get in the back of you for doing that uh it's just short track racing i mean you get it's hard to be consistent for 100 laps total you know yeah it's a beast and, and in all honesty, we we kind of caught it last night, uh, you know, the beginning of the race. When you guys came from, and, and I know you weren't there, but for Bristol, where the TNT series was with Bristol, 
to where the beginning of Martinsville was in such a different track, but with its own challenges. But Bristol's extremely banked, right? It almost kind of helped you turn the car. It forces you to come down. Yep. As were Martinsville, it's more flat. So it's easier to blow those corners. The TNT series as a whole looked great. I'd say up for probably, what, a good 50 laps. Yeah, we were green flagged for a while. Yeah, um, that's what we thought was going to happen. Now, you know, you guys uh, did, some, did a hell of a job for the first, like, 40, 50 laps. You know, and just being away from, I want to say four weeks, um, coming back last night, I could see great improvements by everybody. So I kind of want to expand upon that. If we want to go back to the end of last season, and even throughout the entirety of the Legend season, we watched you go from mid-pack to being an absolute challenge at the front was it just time behind the wheel or was it just i'm i'm new to this i i did nascar heat on playstation um kevin dites and i was you know slot car track racing and kevin did said to me i worked with him co-worker he said to me back in the end of August of last year, he said, uh, you like racing so much, why don't you get into iRacing? And he told me all about it, got me hooked up. I bought a new computer, new steering wheel, and it's like I'm married to iRacing. I mean, every, every, every night, man, I'm racing, you know. Um, it's, I think it's just from getting the experience, learning. Well, well and, so, and, go ahead, sorry, Larry. real quick. Yeah, man. Um, so kind of like we were just saying, every night you're racing and, and it's showing that progression and that continual improvement is showing just from all the time you're putting into it. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. So I, I wanted to ask you, um, you know, you, you were back uh, uh, this week. Uh, are we going to see you uh, next week? Going to see more uh, after this? I'm going to be here now until in the end. Okay. Outstanding, great. man. <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a great league. It's my first league I've ever been in. You guys do a great job. Great job broadcasting. Great job admins. Um, the admins helped me out so much, especially Joe Dismar. Um, Give him a shout out. I mean, you guys, great, great bunch of guys. I mean, all the way around. See, I got a real quick question. I don't know if this was answered while I was gone. The nickname Hitman, man. I got to know where that came from. I knew that was going to come. <laughs> I, well, I, I want to say this. Before you, before you say anything, I love the fact that you added that into the SDK drivers there. Is uh, Hitman Manzo <laughs> on it. That's, we, we, we see that every time. And that's how your name populates on the, all the scorecards for us. You know that, right? You know, I was watching the replay today, and I said, how do they know my name? <laughs> 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 but um, it originally started with... We're working in the casino. If they if somebody misbehaved a guest or something, we 86 them means they'd be off the property. To me, I always took it 80 miles out, six feet under. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, you know the, I think that's the, the best part is. You know, that's the way right I took it. <laughs> well, the, the best part is, not, is that he's not like, that I did it. <laughs> he's like, well, sure. Okay, hold on. Uh, and, and this ain't making fun of you, but it's just. I, you know, work at a casino, okay? And then I'm from New York. And, 
And then my nickname's Philip Hitman Manzo. I'm like, dude, does this dude work for the fucking mafia? Like, should I be afraid right now? <laughs> Don't wreck this dude. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, nah, man. Uh, yeah, I had to know where that nickname came from. But uh, the I I agree with the guys, kind of what they were saying, and, and with yourself that the progression of the TNT series has been phenomenal. And, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there again. I know I say it constantly. Shrilla, who ha- we haven't been lucky enough to see in a while, his progression has been monumental. Yeah, he was good in the legends. He was top running yeah. in the legends a few times. Well, I want to point I out. Mean, missing, missing, missing a lot of people. I mean, Mikey Keller. You know, um, we missed Gene last night, but Gene's been running. Yeah, definitely miss Kevin. We want Kevin out there. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent agree with that. And you know, I was just gonna say, you know, we talk about Anthony Sorolla a lot, um, but you know, we talk about how you know AOL was your first league, and I I remember when you joined, uh, we were at uh, USA uh, International. Uh, uh, your first race it was Anthony's first race. It was my second race, and um, I can remember, um, you know, like during the race, like the the second or third corner, like I, I had I nearly ran you over or sorry, it was, it was on a restart, like second or third restart. I didn't ran you over. Um, and I was like, this guy doesn't even belong out here. <laughs> but dude, like, you know, we talk about the progression Sorrellos have, but man, you, you've really improved a great deal as well. Yeah. Um, you know, just like Josh was saying earlier, I mean, it kind of went from, you know, you, you were definitely one of the guys running at the back and then you really became a solid mid pack guy. And, and, mm-hmm. you know, last season you were contending with the leaders. Um, you know, I, I know a lot of people have struggled a little bit. I know, I know Anthony's talked about it before with, with, you know, the the micro, changing over to the ARCA car being a little bit of a struggle. Are you are you struggling with that as well, or is, are you picking it up pretty easily? Well, I, I, I run the ARCA. Um, I run a Friday night league in the ARCA, so I've been familiarized with it. But um, I know I'm, I'm talking to Machine Gun Keller, Mikey Keller. Um, he's... He's struggling with the Aka. Um, I think the dri- new drivers that pick it up for the first time gives him a hard time. Yeah, it's a completely different beast, especially considered to the little engines cars that just they're super forgiving. Unlike these Arca cars, they're forgiving compared to, you know, maybe the, you know, Xfinity or the Cup cars, but you know, if you're not used to driving something like that, it will be its own little challenge, right? You know, it's going to present its own challenges. And I, even with Mikey, and and he's taken a jump, right? Like, I remember when Mikey first joined the league, you kind of like, uh, uh, he, when when Mikey was going high, you were like, I hope this dude doesn't come back down on me. Please, please don't. <laughs> and, and now, now it's, I mean, at one point, I think we've seen him top seven, top six in one race. Yep. And running very strong. So, like you said, it's awesome to see all these uh, progressions of all these guys as as you guys continue to come through the league. Well, but the bad part about it is everybody's progressing kind of at the same pace, so everybody's running. What that means is you're not running up front, though, but what's showing on the track is clean green flag races. You know, exactly. clean passes. You know, you're getting there smoothly. You're not running in the top five or top three but you're running 
clean and door to door, lug nut to lug nut throughout the whole entire race. And you're, if you make it an incident, it's just, you know, one incident or race or, you know, one mistake that's happening. It's not, you know, constant underneath caution, like spinning out, self spins or taking somebody else out. Everybody's progressed to the point where, you know, wherever you can run that full race with, you know, cleanly and uh, everybody else is doing that. So it's really great to see the TNT series being able to do that. I totally agree. Well, and you know, adding on to that, what I saw last night, you know, I mean, look, I, I certainly uh, wish there were less cautions last night. I, 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 I mean, you guys have heard of me on chat. I genuinely think I would have won that night if there had been less cautions. But regardless, regardless, I the kind of cautions we were having last night weren't the kind of like, you know, you look like last year, you know, some of the TNT series, like. The, yeah. the kind of cautions where it was like guys just doing stupid stuff. I mean, that wasn't the kind of cautions we were having last night for the most part. It was mostly like just overdriving it in some cases, missing the breaking point, uh, you know, that sort of thing. So, I mean, we've seen two alone on the restart of guys spinning their tires in the high line at the front. Second place drivers, you know what I'm saying? Like, talk about that one, please. <laughs> well, well, that's like me, like towards the end of the race. I was laying sixth, I think, at one time. And we had a restart, and I just got harried on the gas because I wanted the top five. I said, I kept it clean. I said, now it's time for the top five. And I, I, I think I got into the gas a little too much. I got up into the wall, and I was hugging that wall all the way down the straightaway because I didn't want to bounce back off and hit somebody, right. especially missing four weeks. I'm not in the points system, um, so I definitely didn't want to take anybody out that was – but um, it was a blast, though. It was fun to be back. Um, like I said, Joshua Mays reached out to me right after the race. Um, yeah, we, we panned to you at one point where great, you and uh, great bunch of guys. you and Joshua had like a really good battle going on at one point. So we, me and Larry focused in on that. I mean, you, he was riding you hard, dude. He was right behind you on your rear bumper, giving you everything she got. Uh, but you guys raised clean there. It was awesome to see, you know, there was, uh, you know, traffic and battles all throughout the track no matter if it was at the front the middle and the back you know we we're you know trying to get everybody out there because i mean uh, martinsville is a short track it's hard to pass but it's easy to you know ride somebody and be in somebody's bubble and keep them uh trying to keep the person honest in front of you throw them off totally yeah now you guys so, are going to Talladega. So, oh, sorry, Josh. Oh, you, you literally just did what I was going to say. We're going to Dega next week. <laughs> <laughs> Your great minds think alike, man. Um, uh, how are you feeling with that one? Hey, um, before I, you say anything, don't follow Nick. That's it. There we go. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> he will. He ain't even here to defend himself. Exactly, on, man. That's why I did it. I actually, I actually like the super speedways. I always do well in super speedways. Um, I just I won't have a drafting partner, so I'll have to hook up with someone. I'm hey. sure I'll sure find somebody. And all I'm saying is there's two dudes right here that's got two other teammates. That'd be a set of five. And they normally bring in one other freaking dude. So that would give you guys a set of six. That'd be a heck of a freaking uh line to get pushed towards the front. I'm just saying, guys. <laughs> That'd be great. Let me look at the last super speedway we did. We had Tom Stevens busting out his first win in the DN. Followed by Gene Watkinson. Gene, yep. And and who would have imagined that? Two, two people I couldn't be happier to see 
actually get that recognition. Hey, hey, and we no, have four especially... guys. We, we have four guys miss pit road at the same time. So, <laughs> especially Gene. <laughs> I actually saw that race. Um, but shout out to Gene. I mean, he's he's seventy something years old. He just took up iRacing racing a couple months ago. Um, he's dedicated. He's he's racing, trying to learn. Um, taking he takes all the advice in. So it was great to see him run second in that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And Gene has like messaged me like on Facebook multiple times. I know he's messaged Josh before, like uh, trying to look for advice on you know. And and one thing I, w- I will say, like there are sometimes guys who will like ask like. How do I get faster? And that's not a very good question because I don't know why you're slow. Um, if you can come in and ask like a targeted question, like, hey, I was behind you and I noticed that, uh, you know, you could get into the corner, uh, you know, you, uh, you get to the corner a lot faster than I could. And I was having to break. Like, what are you doing different? And, and Gene would ask this kind of question, very targeted, um, which I mean, that's one reason why I've seen him, you know, improve in a lot of aspects. Right. He's, he's he's a funny guy too if you get to talk to him and he doesn't mean to be funny he just things he says just comes out he's naturally funny <laughs> i spent a half an hour in a practice with him one time and yeah he's he's one of those personalities that i love having around the league. yep yep just good guy and yeah as carl said he's reaching out to the right people he's asking the right questions and we didn't see it last last night because he wasn't there, but at Bristol, he was running quite well and much better than we'd seen from him. So it's just fun to see. And again, it's all about that progression. Right. It's, it's always going to be fun to see the guys that you less, least likely... Uh, you know, see on a normal basis up front to just see up front. And, it, and that goes for any of the leagues, right? Like, you know, with the truck series, cup series, you have your guys week in and week out that your top five guys that you're like, they're going to be there, right? Like, you know, but if if it's me or if it's Adam, like, and no offense to Adam, Adam's solid, you know, five to 10. But if he's within the top five, I'm like, dude, it's awesome. It's awesome to see him up there battling with those guys. So, you know, it's it, it's kind of one of them things that it's always great to see the guys that are least, you know, you least expect. Right. Like like me, I mean, I think I joined the league in August of last year. I mean, I, I didn't even know how to pit the right way, you know. Um, coming into the pit, I hit somebody. Um, just no experience, you know, but just stuck with it and learned and listened to a lot of people um, in AOL. I learned a lot from different admins. Um, now I feel comfortable, you know. And if a car is going to come up on me, I let him pass me. Go ahead, you're faster than me, pass me. Usually by two, three laps, I'm going by them again. So yeah. it's it's give and take. Well, and it's, it's that theory on you're, you're letting them go by and hoping that they're wasting their tires as where you're not. And that's why they're that little bit faster. And like you said, in a couple of laps, you're probably going to pull back up on them and overtake them because you're not dropping off, but they are. Right. 
So, so Bill, Bill, one thing we've seen, you know, we've talked about your progression. How, you know, you've come, you know, so far already, but, you know, you've kind of been sitting in that, you know, solid, like, you know, six through tenth, maybe six through eighth kind of area. What's that next step? What do you think you have to do in order to, to be a consistent front runner? Learning the tracks, um, learning the best lines, I think, um, will, will help me improve, be faster. Um, and the experience. I mean, it all comes down to experience. So I'll help you with learning the tracks. Join the AOLL uh, v- I post all of my practice laps. Carl does too. Blake will have laps out there to where you can just run a few laps, compare yourself to where they are. You'll be able to see what their line is, where they're breaking, all of that stuff. It's. I was. I've looked at Blake's laps more than I should. (laughs) <laughs> i was just about to ask that you know as a collaboration for the league in itself developmental right if uh say like blake or one of these admin guys were going out and uh laying down laps and putting those within the you know vrs so that way guys could go and look and see where they're losing time at because kind of like you said i mean you may not be asking the right questions I've learned being a friggin', you know, help desk person, nobody's ever going to ask the right questions because most people don't know how to word the right question, right? Like, what's the easy question? How do I get faster? What do you mean how do you get faster? Where am I losing time at? What do you mean where are you losing time at? You, you know, you don't know how to answer it, but they don't know how to ask it. So if there is that VRS and, and everybody's using that and everybody can compare, and I'm not saying competition with the drivers, right? Um... I'm morally saying like Blake or one of the, you know, Joe or something like that, just run some laps and throw that data in there. That way these guys can take a look at it. Is, yeah. is that a thing that is there? I know, like you said, Josh, you're doing it and stuff like that, which is and it's awesome. A, that's free. I mean, there's a free thing. You can join one group or one team. AOL has a big team. Uh, so yep. like the Monday nights, I know you run other leagues. So if you can't get out there or if you can run at least like, you know, 10, 15 laps, uh if you can't get out there after your league i don't know what days you do but monday nights or no you guys practice on tuesday night tuesday night sorry yeah Yeah, sportsman's monday night uh practice so tuesday nights you know go out there and run some laps uh you feel where you're fast where you're slow then you hop on the vrs you can look at like i said josh uh carl and quite a few other people i know blake sometimes hops in those tnt practices he'll run laps you can pick all these guys' brains uh, through VRS as well and see where their throttle inputs, where their brakes, where their steering, kind of like these guys are doing. So that's a, another way to do it. And then, you know, once you compare that, you go back out, try to do it. If you can't do that, you go, damn it, Carl, how did you do this? I'm looking at it. You were able to carry the throttle in much longer, X, Y, Z. You know, that's that's when, that's when how you find the, the right questions. Yep. And, and just to, just to add, I mean, Blake, Blake always has laps up there because if he doesn't run practice, usually he's had some laps when he was, I guess, first setting up the schedule. Um, at least he did last season. They like every single track and run on at the beginning of the season. So, um, yeah, I, 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 we, we should probably, you know, maybe get something going. One of the admins, get everyone invited um, because I, it's, it's a great tool to have. I know and that. I think it should. Sorry, real quick. Um, Adam, I think that, like you said, I think Blake should be the one. I mean, he's the league admin. He, he, he's already got out there. If you look in the uh, AOLO group okay. page, 
Uh, just I, I don't get to see it, so no, it's very deep. He, I mean, he invited everybody within the league, uh, middle of last, middle late last year. Thanks, Blake. It's if, uh, if you need someone to jump on at some point to help you make sense of it, myself, Blake, like again, I nerd out on the stats in many situations because that's what I do every day in my real world job, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, it's, I'm more than happy to explain it to you. You wouldn't be the first and you will not be the last. All right. Yeah. It, it honestly, it takes a little bit of practice down the road, but especially if you get to like the premium tiers of VRS, they have professionals that put down laps to where you can just go through, see what they're doing. Most of the time they're running some absolutely just boutique setup that makes it to where they're like two seconds faster than you but in all reality you can at least gain okay about where they're breaking points Mm -hmm. what's the line they're running and it's absolutely just amazingly helpful because sometimes you just don't know the track and you need at least a little guidance right right because you'd never guess to run a diamond at Darlington just off of a whim. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So, all right, we're moving into Talladega next week. Let's uh start doing the predictions of that. I mean, it like we had Daytona. We had a first time winner, Tom Stevens. Will we see a repeat? Uh, repeat, repeat first time. <laughs> uh, first time winner. Uh, who do you guys think? We'll start with Phil and work way back around, and I'll be the last one. That'll work. All right, I'm going to go out on a limb. Since Mikey Kell is not running, I'm going to pick Gene Walkison to win it. I like that. <laughs> Second last time, I'm not going to argue that. I like that. Um, I, I'm going to go – I'm also going to go on a limb. I, I think we're going to see another first-time winner. Again, great equalizer. It's a uh, plate track. Uh, let's go David Wright. You took mine, you well, I like going before people, man. Give me, oh. give me one, baby. All right. All right. So I'm going to go with the... I'm not going to say it's a left field pick, but I think we're going to see the Wiley veteran get his first race this season. I'm going to go with Mr. John Gordon because he's smart enough to pull it off. Yeah, and it's gonna be strategy the whole way. Yeah, John, John, John's a solid pick, and I, I, I want to pick like, oh, you know, I'm going back and forth. Like, I want to, I want to say, I mean, Sean Camodi has been just like dominant uh, uh, this season in a lot of ways, but I'm gonna pick uh, uh, John and Sean's teammate. I'm going with Blake Zidi. Um, he he ran really well at uh, Daytona. And while I'm on topic of Blake ZD, I just want to make sure it is known. I've said it a few times today in various chat channels. Uh, last night was not retaliation when I hit him. <laughs> Absolutely was not. I, I talked to him afterwards. You can go back and watch the replay. I was on the brakes. I um, I didn't lift when I hit uh, Sean Hayes a few uh, weeks back. I was open about that fact. Oh. I, I, I definitely did not want to get into Blake last night. I talked to him about it afterward. Good. I like racing Blake. Real quick, so Adam. Like, bit... Uh... Before you go, Adam, I wholeheartedly believe he intentionally 
took out all of CCR <laughs> in that last incident. So I'm going to stick with there's there are there are only like three people that I will not or that I will hold a grudge against or think that they did it intentionally. Blake is not one of those people. He we've all blown an entrance to a turn at a short track at some point it, it or just, another. It, it, it just made it look joke. It that joke. one just made it look a little bit too uh suspicious. Yeah. Because he was a little sus, like the kids say this these days. He was a little sus. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. But uh so my pick, uh I'm gonna go with a recent winner, uh Timothy St. Jean. I don't wanna go Go with my teammate, uh, Cody Leland. Uh, he he prefers short tracks, so I, I won't pick him for it, even though even though it could be anybody's race. But I think it's gonna be Tim St. Jean. I think he's gonna wait patiently in the the wind and uh, uh, get by everybody at the end. I'll hey, take and, him out uh, before he can. And uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, and Tim. <laughs> Mikey Keller in the comments uh, picked uh, Phil Manzo. <laughs> so, solid pick there. Um, I can't argue with that. <laughs> And I, I want to say real quick, Phil, before you have before you go, man, don't laugh about that because again, we we've seen first time winners at plate tracks. This is the ultimate equalizer, right? It's about keeping your nose clean. So just uh, you know, it, it's one of the things that you know we could pick somebody that normally is seconds off the the lead, but in all honesty, they could be the ones that win the race. They could be the last car standing, right? So yeah. Because yeah. you know, it could have a whole entire team plus other people just miss pit road and just destroy their cars. <laughs> yeah. Where if we, I am going for a redemption race. Yeah. <laughs> but, 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 but like, like for real, what Larry said. I mean, uh, and going back, what a mistake we all made. Like, don't make mistakes. If you don't make mistakes, if you are in contention at the end, like if you're on the lead lap and within range of the leaders on the last lap, who who knows what can happen? So. Yeah. Uh, Arca cars get some good runs. Absolutely, man. Yep. Well, Phil, hey, it was wonderful having you here tonight, man. We really hope to have you back. And we are happy, beyond happy, to see you back racing with the AOLL on Thursday nights in the TNT series. Man, we can't wait to watch some more of you. Thank you. Appreciate it. I just want to say thank you to all of you. Um, I'm very honest that you gave me the invite. Oh, it, we, we wanted to get to know you. Bro. We've been racing with you for months at this point and don't really know you and we're glad, again, we're glad to you're, see you're, you're back man you're almost like family at this point where we i see you more than i see my family <laughs> <laughs> hey i could tell you right now man because we we try to do these uh invites uh following the race we kind of dropped the ball on most of the leagues this week but we talked about it last night as soon as we got done adam said who we invite it wasn't a question in my mind so we're phil I was like, it's Manzo, and they were like, done. Thank so you. There wasn't a there wasn't a, a skip a beat in that conversation, man. You were you were picked for that, man. We was just waiting for you to come back so we could bring you in here. Thanks, man. Appreciate so, it. Appreciate you as well. Hey, we hope you have a good rest of your night, buddy. Thank you. You too. Yes. Awesome, man. Great. Another great interview, man. I'll tell you what, we've had we've had two really good people on here tonight. Uh and I think our next guy just got sent on a fire call, so he's not gonna be uh well well we'll no. give it a little bit of time and hopefully he can get back. Uh, he just, the he just we can, in that process give a little bit of background why we want to talk to Mr. Uh, uh, 
Well, we'll do that here in a minute. How about that? First I, I, off, I, I, I don't uh, know if he's going to be able to make it back. He's doing, you know, he's he's working tonight in the well, fire call. So uh, we'll, we'll see. I mean, worst thing is we'll see. Hey, anybody out there listening right now, right now in the AOLL runs a truck series, cup series. If you want to come on, you got the time. You ain't busy. Shoot me a message, man. Come on. Um, it, we can absolutely lose it. If you're an yeah. admin, even better because I got questions. Hey, <laughs> hey. In the meantime, uh, Larry, how about you and I just try to finish our bottles of liquor? Who can chug the fastest? God. <laughs> oh. We're about equal, I think. I'll finish my truly in my pink koozie. <laughs> hey, I, I did have a message from uh, Fuel. Um, one of the guys reached out to me. He might want to, he asked if he, you know, if you guys had time tonight, we could bring him on. We absolutely. The, we can start the conversation. Hey. I didn't know yeah. if we we're going to have any, but absolutely. now it looks like we got some fuel here. Let's, uh, Let's bring fuel on. Uh, let's get fuel on. I'd say let's uh, give them a little spot, man. I'd love to. Anybody out there listening right uh, now that I'll does not know what fuel is, fuel was the uh, series we're going to be calling for Monday night. Uh, Carl and Josh have been running that league right now, running their, uh, I guess, the equivalent of Sportsman Series. I have to believe they call it the Sportsman Series. Yeah. Um, so Running uh, the Arcas, and right now we've run – Two official races to where we've run Auto Club in the Arcas, and then first off, screw that track in the <laughs> Arcas. And but, yeah, if we could get one of them on here, that would be fantastic. But I'm going to bounce for a second because I have a cat. Yeah, go ahead, man. Well, actually, what I was about to tell you is uh, let's take a quick uh, break. Let's hear from our sponsors. And when we come back, we're going to start talking about the rest of the AOLL. And hopefully we're going to have fuel on here tonight. So uh, it'd be a good night. So uh, we'll be right back after the break. Let's see if I can get it right this time. The Guitar Attic, located at 1672 and a half Ridgewood Avenue, just north of Flemish in beautiful Daytona Beach, is your home for used and vintage guitars. Whether you're looking for that collector's piece or that new guitar, Check them out. The AOLL Racing League began racing in the early 90s with Papyrus's NASCAR Racing and has grown over the decades now racing on the iRacing platform. The AOLL has three divisions. The TNT Series Developmental Division for our beginners and those getting back into racing. The Cup Series for our veterans and Class A licensed drivers. The Sportsman Division racing the Gander Outdoor Trucks with drivers from the TNT and Cup Series. You can catch all of the AOLL action here on Ghostfire Media. Hi, it's Pat Patterson, the racing guy. You're listening to the Ghostfire Media Podcast. And we're back. Uh, so... We're going to go ahead. We're going to talk. We're going to start the discussion. AOL uh, truck series as well as cup series. Unfortunately, our guest of honor, we were bringing in the man himself, Johnny Downey. He's not going to make it. Uh, he's working tonight. For anybody that doesn't know, he is a fi firefighter out in Illinois. Right, Adam? Correct. And uh, he just actually went on a call. He's working tonight. Just went on a call. So uh, Godspeed to him. Hopefully everything's all right. And anything that he's taken care of. I mean, obviously, anytime a firefighter's got to go out there, man, it's, you know. Um, hopefully it's a cat stuck in a tree or something. Maybe he Hopefully his, not, because he ain't climbing truck. up a tree to get it. <laughs> if anybody doesn't watch the, was it uh, Ginger Hillbilly? He, he did a segment this past week. Uh, he oh, Ginger Billy? I love, yeah. I love that dude. He just bought himself hilarious. a fire truck. <laughs> that dude's I, I hilarious. 
I, I grew up um, around the fire business as well. My dad's uh, the chief of the local one around me, and uh, it's been doing it since the late '80s. And I got in it for about seven years, and uh, I decided that wasn't my life. So, yeah, it's it's a family trait then. Um, Derek Schilling out there, he said, "Hey, man, he's loving the truck series." And uh, you know, I want to say that it's cool to see the cross collaboration right now with IVRL and AOLO um you know Derek coming over uh, i believe you guys got another one from ivrl too right oh uh, that's only the first one right now is uh the, okay. the latest crossover was Derek, which is awesome man um super great guy man Lo love that he's out there racing and, and he's enjoying himself so but we're, let's talk the truck series all right we didn't get to call this but drama so uh, right. the, the drama llama came out. This is what my wife called it. It was llama. just a last bit. I mean, the the whole entire race was a clean race. I think we had a the one caution early up front, and after that, it was fuel strategy game, or at least that was my intention. Uh, and uh, everybody else, I don't know how it went for Josh over here, but for me, I I I played it safe from our uh, lap thirty to forty eight fuel run. I, I made it a. Uh, 18 19 laps or almost 18 laps on a fuel run where everybody else is getting about 14 to 15 and then they're going to be playing it safe right there at the end from the uh 45 to 60 lap run to try to squeeze it to the end well so right. i i was running 16 laps and it was me not really pushing but the very tail end of it we had one caution early and then we were, I was thinking we were going to go okay. green the whole way. And I thought, oh, this is going to be fantastic. I'm saving more than everyone else. I'm going to have two gallons left when I cross the line. And then a caution comes out with what, 48 laps at 48 no, out of 50? No, we are at 60. Uh, it was oh, like, yeah, that's right. It was 60. It was okay, right there so at the, right there the tail end. So I think to myself, Okay, I'm going to go in. I still have two gallons left. I'm going to get 1.7. Three should be enough to handle the caution laps. And maybe if we ended up having to do a second green-white checker, I'm, I'll am i be fine. <laughs> and I racing. And then no. iRacing decides to throw the random delayed green. On, at Pocono, one of the longest freaking tracks out there, we needed to have a delayed green. We went through turn one, and then it said delayed green. And you could hear Joe Densmore get on there and be like, delayed green. You got to be kidding me. And I knew at that point he was dejected and pissed because I didn't I didn't think he had enough gas at that point to, to make the end. Because just like him, just like Josh just said, he just put the minimal amount, so you're spending the minimal amount of time. Uh, well, the I, I put the smallest amount I could in is because I had Joe in front of me. Yeah. So, so I ran a different strategy. I, uh, I saved between the 30 and 45 and I was clutching it going into turn one, two and three before, well before I needed to, and just coasted through the corners. I, I think I ran 18, 19 laps on that, uh, that middle run. I didn't scrub any tires really. So I did a two tire stop and then I was blazing through the field. Uh, you know, instead of like a 15, 16 second pit stop, I did like a seven second and was able to catch up some of that time that I missed by uh, clutching and saving fuel. And uh, when we came down to that last caution, I was able to put left side tires. I didn't think that would do anything for me, but you know, I've took five gallons and left side tires and hopefully it was able to do something. But uh, 
wasn't able to do anything with it because of the way the cautions kept falling after that. So I'm going to throw this out there. Our winner on Wednesday, Chris Pacini, teammate, decided to throw in the whole five-gallon thing exactly like he did Adam. Didn't say a word to the rest of his team. <laughs> we thought it was common knowledge. And I'm just like, no. So when did I'm you run out of fuel? Wait, when did you run out of so fuel? So Josh I didn't. didn't. I would have, but I ended up taking, and when it delayed the green, I was not going to miss Most of the time when it you pit with a closed pit, it gives you an EOLL, and I'm just like, okay, I'm willing to take that, mm. knowing that I was faster than a lot of the okay. field on Wednesday. And I was just like, I'll make up some spots. And then it gave me a black flag, and it was a hold for 40 rather than an EOLL. So, which ultimately screwed me, because it so, just put me to the back of the lead lap cars. Here, did you did you go in after the fact that you the after the delay the uh, caution? So okay. he, did, he did the so, delay green, and then so we were still underneath caution. He was coming to one to go, the second right. one to go that so, he had. Okay, I that's what I'm trying to understand. And a little inebriated to where well, I didn't realize there was a difference. Hold on, there's a whole reason why I'm asking this. Whole reason. Let let Daddy talk. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist that. So here's my thing, right? So with all this, all this drama that happened, all right, we we kind of talked about it in the team chat. It was under review because of this random delayed caution that iRacing caused, which caused an issue for guys that ran out of fuel, like a Joe Densmore and stuff like that. That could no, that's, not that's a separate keep... incident. Hold on, listen. But that they decided shows... to. They elected to stay out and not go in and get fuel after the delayed. It, they couldn't even run the pace lap, right? They're all no, they're out no, of fuel. So it, this no, is a separate. This we, is a separate. Why don't we bring in our resident admin that's in the waiting room? And so the the hey Ed. So what you're admin. talking about is a separate incident. So we went yeah. back green and then had another caution after that. Yes. So we had a delay green. Okay. Josh got a black flag for that delay green. And he tried to get it cleared, but, but rules say he can't get it cleared due that, to that. So really he, he, he just needed to be clarified. He was asking for it. It needed to be clarified out of the radio that they're not going to clear it. Then he's but like, if, okay. But then we went back green. And that point we had another yellow. and yeah. that. But we only had one green-white checkered. So that was our one green-white checker opportunity. And then from there, you do yellow to the finish line. And then once you get to cross over the finish line, that's your results. And so that's where we had my, issues. But, but so here's my question as well on that, though. So as, as everybody that sees Ed Springer has joined the room, we did ask for a resident admin or anybody that was free tonight to come in. And it's great to have Ed in. And he's coming on cam. That's what I'm talking about. Ed, welcome, man. Awesome. The darkest room ever. <laughs> we thought Nick room was dark. <laughs> You say that's a Nick move oh, right there. Here, here's my thing. If, if one results to the other, right? So he elected to go down off of that designated, hey, here's this random caution. I'm not going to make it on field. I'm going to stop. Another caution comes out. Well, that delayed caution still screws other guys, but because they elected to stay out and run out of fuel, how can you penalize one person but not penalize the group, right? So it came down to, hey, do we revert back or do we just let it ride? And the decision was, 
to revert back now. And, and when we had this discussion, I made it very clear. I was like, I don't understand any of this. I don't know why it's a discussion. So the, the difference if you is- can't maintain pace speed, you're you're at the end, buddy. Like I'm sorry. So like I don't. The, let me tell you. So the 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 caveat off of that, it wasn't the fact that Joe didn't get his spot back or whatever. It was the fact that Blake, me, Derek, Greg Wellens, and somebody else, we all got black flagged by passing uh, Joe right. underneath it. So I went from a sixth place finish to seventeenth, and Greg went to a eighteenth place, and so forth. So we went from having you know a top five ten finish to a light one. So that's where the admins had to go back and figure out how to correct the situation if it needed to be corrected. So, so, and then the correction was, it goes back to before the caution was called, which gives Joe a third place finish. But if we would have rode with that caution, Joe can't even do the pace laps because he has no fuel. Do you see, do you, do you, which is caused by the aspect of that delayed caution? Because if there wasn't a delayed caution, Joe would have been fine. It he went, would have been fine as well. You, you said that wrong. It okay. went it went back to when the final caution caused by Justin came out. That was the that was the last caution of the race, and that froze the field. At that the very point, last one. the very last one. At that right. point, so kind of, Josh so- already had the black flag. Mm-hmm. So that's why that stayed. So they're kind of doing it like NASCAR. So whenever they can't make it back to it, the they NASCAR throws the it, they freeze the field. That's so that's what their judgment they went off of, and then not the fact that uh, during that last really long lap around Pocono, under caution, Joe couldn't make it all the way back to the start finish line, and then they yeah, he made it all the way back, or he he stuttered, but he couldn't maintain much. pace speed. He yeah. couldn't, right? Yeah, he was doing speed. about twenty eight miles an hour. And but that's what I'm saying though. He couldn't because of that de- delayed caution, the caution before. He elected to stop because he knew he couldn't make it. I, you see what I'm saying? That delayed caution screwed more than one person in this aspect. But it, it was an iRacing. It was an iRacing delay. It wasn't admin. Yeah. If it was, a, if it was right, an admin, right. we, we could have a different discussion about well, it. Well, if it was an I admin delayed, I think, the, I think, they, I think the conversation is going to reverse there. I just, I'm curious. Yeah, I, th- I think I think what I think what Larry's getting at is the delay. It doesn't matter ultimately when the caution came out that we freeze at. Ultimately, the delayed caution is what caused the issue for everyone. So Everybody. why? Well, it, why, it why caused the issue for everybody who chose the lowest fuel amount to get them that green white checker opportunity, which was Josh as well. That's what I'm saying though. It still affected not Josh, not even though Josh that. came down. I got five gallons. Chris Pasini got five gallons. There's a whole bunch well, of other right. people that chose. But. but but if Josh it's, had stayed out and run out of fuel, he would have finished higher than he did by electing to come down and t- take that. So he didn't run out of fuel. If he would have chose to get five gallons like I did in the previous pit stop, he would be in the same spot I'm in right now. He chose to make well, a race decision, and the race didn't. But so when a Joe, but Joe decided elected to get to stay yes, out and ran out of fuel and couldn't maintain pace speed. But he did that, so you, and you can't hit, the race fell his speed. way. His the race felt this way, and this is why I'm not mad about it at all. Is ultimately it comes down to strategy. I made the wrong choice. Joe ultimately kind of did make the right choice. Yeah, run out of fuel. And that's why, like <laughs> me, I'm not like, gonna argue I, it. Like I, it's like I said in the, in the team chat. If to me it was cut and dry. NASCAR always says if you can't maintain speed. 
whether it be race speed or minimum race speed or pace speed, you are flagged. If you cannot maintain one of those two speeds, and Joe couldn't maintain a pace speed, 28 miles an hour out of what? A 55, 65 miles an hour? But because he elected to stay out, I mean, that's, that to me is a... <sighs> and then obviously it wasn't a clear cut and dry within the rules of the league because the rules were more clarified. I don't want to call it modified, more clarified for the situations like that. So, Well, we felt like we had three choices. One was leave, leave the points as they were scored by iRacing, mm. which none of us liked. The second choice was freeze the field at the point of the yellow flag and score it there. And then the third one was score the field as they actually cross the start finish line. Yeah. And, you know, we, we had a pretty good discussion and we went with option two. None of them, none of them were perfect. And, and, and point of clarification, option two screwed me the worst. And that's the one I chose. Um, but none of them were perfect. You know, we had to do the best we could. And as I stated, it's, uh, it's, I'm not going to call it right or wrong. I mean, obviously, like I said, the rule book had to be more clarified, right? And, that, and that's what it was. It wasn't modified. It was clarified to, so we don't have this discussion, right? Like it's, uh, so there, there is none of that mix up. So it was, uh, it is what it is. Heck of a race though. Pocono is a wild yeah, It was a lot of fun. So I got to ask hey. Ed, was, were you, after you passed me on that, probably around flap 35, 40, did you go into fuel saving mode as well? Because you, I was doing fuel saving mode and you just came by, you know, I let you go on by. And then like about five, few laps later, I see you slowing back down because I think Blake ZD flew by you. And then I came back by you. I didn't know if you were, you're like, crap, I'm going to need to save some fuel too. <laughs> exactly. I realized I said, oh crap, I'm all about a lap short. So I went into big time fuel saving mode and then I miscalculated and I actually went too far. I did the same. Um, <laughs> and it, and it, and it cost me, you know, a couple spots, but you know, in that final caution, I mean, I was in ninth place and, and got, you know, taken out in turn one, which was unfortunate, but yeah, you know, yeah that, that last caution, I, I want to know how Ross Gage, he must have thought that the pudding was at the end of turn one and really was just going. No, so away. what happened was he was a wave round car and he was flied out coming oh, around turn he was three. At, he was at pace. And uh, the green flag I already dropped that was and he was able to just, just keep going because I saw him. I was like, that damn, he's got a hell of a run going down. Uh, he didn't pass anybody until he got past that uh, start finish line, but everybody else was still in second gear and he was already in fourth get, getting it. <laughs> he scared the ever loving daylights out of me because all of a sudden there's this shiny blue car to my left out of nowhere. <laughs> You're my boy, Blue. Um, yeah, I had Brandon to my outside and. Yeah, like, no idea where he came from. It's the disappearing I, man. 
Yeah, I know that that kind of scared me. <laughs> um, I got, I got some, I got some, I got, I actually got some more admin questions. Um, so I want to, I want to bring it back, right? Just one little quick segment. Um, to the uh, Martinsville race, no admin, which was unfortunate. Um, we we've seen a lot of incidents, and, and I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to word this wrong. But that probably should have caused an EOL, should have taken an EOL. In, in that manner, how would a driver uh, give themselves an EOL without an admin at that point? That'd have to come into the pits. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they and just, it's just do a drive-through. You know, if nobody else is pitting, do a drive-through. Or if other people are pitting, just pull in and let everybody pull out. You know, that's about the only thing they could do. Okay. Just just curious. I mean, we, I say we've seen a lot of incidents that just could have been pro- maybe, you know, um, you know, unfortunate that you guys wasn't there. We miss you out there. Um, yeah, had a day from, from hell yesterday. We had a guy run a job on a server and it wiped about 220 tablets that are used by nurses to do home visits. Oof. Yep. Yeah, that was yesterday was not a good day. No, no, no. Yeah, that's a fireable offense in any situation I've been in like that. Well, the only way and the only way to get them back was to factory reset them and re-enroll them. The table that got deleted is not backed up by Microsoft. This is a Microsoft product, which sucks if you want to know the truth. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of Microsoft products. And um it, it was back it up the a long day. Back it up to OneDrive. No, screw OneDrive. Oh. Go away. Hey, I'm not going to lie. The Army's going to Office 365, and I freaking love it. Uh, compared to what we have with Big Army at this point in time, this is phenomenal. Yeah. I, the the amount of play I get to have yeah, with What's going to be phenomenal is me retiring and not have to worry about that crap anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> um. So, hey, so... All right. So... I, I want to talk about the actual race before, you know, we, we've already talked. Okay. About Cause drama, I was about but... to move on to the next race. So, so, so we're, I'll, let you, we're... I'll let you cut that one. So how did you feel you did last night Ed? there? Uh, we'll talk about the positive things. And, you know, we talked about the negative, the ending and everything like that. So how, how do you feel overall about the actual Pocono race? Like uh, from the get go. And it, it was much more fun than Pocono's never been one of my favorites, never but I put in some, some a lot of practice and and i was decent you know i could run uh middle middle to you know about 10th pretty comfortable and just you know had two two bad mistakes uh when when joe and them got sideways you know i thought i'm like no caution came out which i found hard to believe two cars you know joe is like virtually sideways in the middle of of the whatever that back stretch is between one and, and and two and smoke everywhere so i check up everybody else just keeps it to the floor and i go from like i don't know ninth or tenth to about 20th 23rd so that put me a little behind and i worked my way back up at the end and then you know just had the unfortunate incident with don and you know race with don a long time and i know he would he would rather you know take a punch in the face than than wreck somebody so Oh yeah, man. I, you know, for me, Pocono was somewhat fun at the beginning. I was racing with uh, Josh, and I think I had Brandon Bernhardt behind me, and I was a, 
I could catch Josh going down the front straightaway and get to his back bumper, but there was nothing I could do with it. Because uh, by the time I caught him, it was going into turn one. And then uh, as, I, as I'm as i doing that, I get a horrible exit out of turn one. And then Brandon Bernhardt's on my back door going into turn two. And then with the cycle would repeat lap after lap after lap. And in the team chat, all I could say was, okay, Adam catches me going to turn one. But by the time we get to the tunnel turn, he's dropping. Yeah, because I think I I have that so much extra speed that I'm not used to. Uh, it just pushes my car too much in turn one. And I get a terrible uh, launch because I have to slow it down too much. And then once you slow it down too much, you lost all that. Uh, momentum to go into turn two, uh, you know, that straightaway into turn two. So then I would lose Josh, but then Brandon Bernhardt's knocking on the door. But by the time he gets there, there's nothing for him to do as well. So <laughs> it was just, it just a, the cycle kept repeating. I kept getting a really great turn out of turn uh, three to catch Josh. I have a deep love for Pocono because I, I said it in the uh, TNT post race the week prior. It's the closest thing to a road course you can get in an oval. <laughs> It was more manageable in the trucks than, than I did like the in the cup cars. I just hate the closing rate speed or the lethargicness of the truck on the track, but the handling of the truck is actually pretty good. I just uh, I wish it would be a little bit more kind of what we saw on Sunday night with the next-gen cars with at Michigan where we were able to you know, suck up to them, get past them, and then they blow your doors off the next corner. Like just, you know, the revolving passing. That's kind of what I was hoping for. But it is what it is. Uh, it was still a good track. It was still good to go through. I had fun racing. Uh, did did fuel conservation, did too much. Uh, and then at the end, I was starting to catch a lot of people, and then all the other mayhem happened at the end. So let me, let me ask a quick question, and uh, I want to direct this towards Ed. Um, again, Ed, hey, man, thanks for just last freaking second jumping on, man. That's awesome. It's amazing to have you. I know there's guys out there, man, they're throwing out, hey, Ed, man, they can actually see your face. So, uh, <laughs> hope it scares them at the track next time. <laughs> Think about <laughs> me. Um, so put kinda, my face on the bumper. I might, I might, we might have to get that. Hey, Carl, I'm going to need you to put that on my car, man. Um, and the car that we were talking about, too, Carl, if okay. you remember. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> so my my question to you ed is is uh we've done well not me but you guys have done some practice races with the next gen cars it seems like these things are getting just rave reviews from everybody everybody everybody's loving these cars the way they're driving the way they're drafting everything as an admin why not think about moving the sportsman series to the next gen car to not only get the cup drivers ready to adapt to those cars for next season, but your TNT drivers to adapt that are going to move up. That's a little leg up to, to bring that competition up for like guys like Josh and stuff like that. Right. I mean, so why not think about that move? Cause Carl uh, stay uh, in the booth. That's not a bad thought. It's not a bad thought, but uh, I mean, we, we just, I think a lot of people really enjoy the trucks. It's just, it's different. It just gives us something, a totally different, adventure every week from the cup and um i don't think it'll be you know I, I think as soon as they get a little more time on the on the cup cars on the next gen cars I, I don't think it'll be that long before we we see more of us going to them i, I mean 
not for the full season, you know, this year, probably not. Um, but man, I, what I'm excited about running is that Super V. Oh yeah! No, hold on, hold on. I don't know what this is. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a Skippy's car, but a little bit better. It, it look, it looks like a soapbox derby car with a with a with a lawnmower engine in the back of it. It has less, it has less downforce than the Skippy's, which makes it that much more treacherous to drive. And it's a free car, right? It's free. Yeah, we, yes. we should do a fun race with that. Oh, I think when they come out. The, the next when the next season starts that i, I think that is definitely going to happen we've we've several of us have already been talking about it that that would that's, be a good friday a night G- gfm next fun race that they're out winter series now that carl's already got the next fun race done he that's yeah that's his baby. Carl's ideas for that is brilliant and oh he put on his evil hat again and that last one so carl's i had a blast calling that one that was a lot of fun and and what I've got caked up or, or, or cooked up is uh, uh, not yeah I know uh, I'm not even drunk. Um, it's it's not evil. It's just uh, it's just different. So I think everyone's going to really enjoy it. So well, that last a, one was definitely fun. I, I agree yeah. on Ed though that the uh, this is a whole lot nicer than mine. Yeah, it's going to be. Uh, I agree though, Ed. That the trucks do bring a different dynamic for it. I do have a blast more driving the trucks than I do the. The current cup cars, uh, I think it's a lot more fun. I just hate the tracks we kind of go to. I'm glad I'm not racing this uh, Japanese twin ring, whatever, next week. It's kind of like Dar- it's kind of like Darlington. So I don't even own it, but I'm not going to be there. Literally Darlington, just a little less uh, uh, historic. I'll, we'll I'll call about, it that. I'll be about two hours north of you. Uh, come next Wednesday, so I'll be back over there on that side of. Are you going home? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be taking some. Uh, some R and R here from Texas. Go pick up my family, drive them back out here for the summer, and then uh, they'll be out here for a, about a month and a half or so, and then we'll take them back in August. So, get some family time in while they're out of school. Oh, that's cool. So, since we actually have multiple cup drivers, and we actually have Larry, who's not Finished here third right once. now, who's actually going to run this week, apparently. That's what he said last time, so we'll see. He said, I'm practicing for Coda. I put in 4,000 laps. I'm going to be out there for Coda. And he didn't show yeah, up. Yeah, no. He he really wants to milk that third place. He got a Bristol dirt. <laughs> He's probably not going to show up for another. And Oh, wait, no. He broadcasts the trucks at Bristol dirt, so he can't run it. Yeah. Uh, so, Ed, we're going to Charlotte next week. How how are you feeling about getting back to the mile and a half? Charlotte is probably one of my top three favorite tracks. And I went and ran it in practice. And, man, it is slick. The the setup, um, it can easily get away from you. It's not what I remember driving previously. It's changed a little bit, kind of like everything has since they did this. That last major update, it seems like everything is a little bit different. Um, but I like are you it. Driving the uh, Camaro, or are you driving else? Mustang. Okay, yeah, they they so. fixed that. They fixed the Camaro issue. That, that, that hot fix came in a uh, week before last. Uh, right at, right after they did the Coke, uh, the iRacing Coca Cola series that everybody got screwed on. 
Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm just hoping for a top ten. Yeah, I mean, I put in about 375 miles uh, the other week uh, with IVRL. I think I've kind of set in. And so I'm looking forward to Sunday night. I'm looking forward to Charlotte. Uh, I did good. I think uh, last time we went there for the Cup Series last year at some point, I think I grabbed the pole for it. I don't think I'll ever happen again. But, uh, you know, I, I like Charlotte. So, uh, you know, I'm hoping, like you said, get a top 10 out of it. Uh battle nutrition everybody's going to slap the wall come out of turn four it's always one it's got that progressive uh banking at the end right there that that wants to sling you out there so if you get a bad exit or try to push it too hard you're definitely gonna have a hard time either gonna lose a lot of speed or you're gonna try to push it to the limits and smack that wall so let me just throw this out there for all of our listeners. We do have Larry Patrick coming back finally. Uh, I don't know now at this point. Shoot. Um, just for our listeners, uh, my I, PC decided to take a crap on me last night and I'm running off the laptop. So, you know, the funny thing is I'm going to spend the day tomorrow. I'm going to try to troubleshoot the computer and, uh, if it doesn't come back on, then I guess I'm going to set up the laptop and hope the laptop will run my VR. And So I just want to make sure all the uh, listeners know, the last time Larry ran at Charlotte was in the TNT at the end of last season. Larry finished 11th in the TNT. Behind both Carl and I, and Chris Oliver won. Yeah. So... Larry can't even say that he finished in the top 10 last well, time he ran. All right, all right. First off, first <laughs> off. All right. Since we're going to bring this up, had somebody been able to hold their line when I made that beautiful move there in that trioval, we wouldn't have had a caution. Okay. Wait, then John uh, Gordon. I, 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 are you thinking of Vegas? Was that Vegas? Yeah. yeah you're Vegas is the one we went on the apron. Uh, well, then as far as Charlotte goes, I don't really care. <laughs> the Tito's is showing up there. I ain't drinking enough Tito's for that, buddy. Uh, this is this is called uh, just agitation from a computer that doesn't want to start. Granted, <laughs> he does have a teammate that is good at those mile and a half in Josh Hanner that may be able to pull him to where he may be able to uh, match his Bristol dirt finish. Hey, I just want to point out, Mikey Keller called it. He's taking me in the cup. No, he said or four, Adam. He or said Adam. number forty-five, the first well, he one, and then he's like, no. "Or there's that other guy, maybe." But see, here's the thing: is he at least threw me by name? He threw you by number, buddy. Because he doesn't <laughs> remember what number you are. You keep changing, and you haven't ran in forty-seven years. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Touche. That well, we had a little light on Ed here, <laughs> and then it went away. I still see him. No, well, I still uh, see him. Uh, no, I opened a, a browser window. So I, so I could see the chats. So oh, there like you go. blasting me with white light. <laughs> so we'll go around the horn. Uh, who do you guys think will win Charlotte? Charlotte's always been a fun one. Uh, to anybody's game up front, we have a lot of people that are great in mile and a half. Uh, I'll go first and I will put out the guy that I know that's kind of been pretty good up there with the mile and a half. And that's my good old buddy. Steve Gottschalk. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, so um, I, I want to um, 
I want to pick my teammate, uh, Josh Hanner, uh, but that feels... Uh, Pacini's coming up, isn't he? Hmm? Is Pacini's coming up, isn't he? Pacini, I, I think Pacini's coming up, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be this week or not. Um, but, uh, you know, just because I, I, I didn't show him any love uh, last time I was on the podcast, uh, I'm going to pick Blake Gordon to win. There's the bromance coming back. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't resist. Right, what about you, Ed? I, 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 I didn't want him to think that I had left him. <laughs> if Pacini comes up, he'd be my pick. He, is, he has been really, really solid. Um, you know, I mean, my, that's your choice if it, he comes up, right? Yeah. If it's not, he's there. If not, um, you know, hard to pick against Jason. Jason, not really a fan of if I remember right, not a big fan of the, the mile and a half. Um, and it's just hard to pick against Blake. I mean, he's, he's there every week. Uh, and, uh, and Joe, oh, man, it's, it, after yeah, I, Chris, I think is, is right now just seems to be in, in his own class from, from my observations. I think um, Josh Hanner has been in the cup as well, though. I mean, he, uh, he, he was one on quite a few different tracks, yeah. uh, uh, it, this, I don't know if it's in his wheelhouse. I know, uh, when he says it is, he is, and he's up there running. So, uh, he's so put on I, a tear since he's been, I, just, I will, I will interrupt you with that one because a, we had the conversation earlier in the closed circuit racing chat right now. I am the reigning champion of Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte. <laughs> I've been drinking a lot. <laughs> My wife is currently on her way to Virginia. Um, so I threw it out there and I was told that I will not be finishing this weekend being the reigning CCR champion of Charlotte. Honestly, I have to throw it out there that Josh Hanner is the reason why I learned how to do Charlotte as well as I did. And honestly, he's my pick for the win this Hanner's week. good. He's amazing on the mile and the halves. And he Hanner's kind of good. coached me to the win in the TNT earlier this season. And I, I can't bet against him. Well, Hanner's good, man. Uh, I, I have to agree with that, man. Uh, first off, the, these dudes that are coming up, the Hanner, Pacini, you know, I mean, it, yeah, they're my teammates and stuff, you know, whatnot, but dude, these dudes are fast. Uh, it's sickening. Uh, they're, they're not only matching these guys like Justin and uh, Blake, but they're, they're just, and, and we know they're running in leagues with each other. So they're learning from each other. So I want to point out there real quick. I'm waiting for that, uh, that data to come through on the uh, website so I can look at your guys' lap times and see where you guys are so fast at. But haven't seen that yet. <laughs> but uh, hey, um, in all seriousness, um, Hanner said that he was going to watch this just so that way he could get my pick at the end of it. He said, I want to know what drunk Larry says. Not that quite drunk yet, but I'm still going to, I'm going to take Hanner as well, man. Dude, Hanner is, I love, I, I love what Pacini has been doing and he is, it, it's, it's nice to see some fresh faces up there running against Blake and Justin and Steve and Joe and Adam. And I mean, any, any of those guys could win is, is what's yep. 
kind of scared. I mean, there there are seven guys legit, and Johnny, who is is really good at Charlotte, I don't think he's going to be racing. You got Dan Shirley up there too. Dan's Dan's, Dan's been on hot streak right. lately. If he can uh, just master that last lap, man, then he he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. I'm Actually, picking Dan because I don't want to give him the commentator's curse. Dan <laughs> Shirley's fantastic. Uh, I, I I jumped into practice last night, like as it was closing. Uh, I think there was only ten cars that had practiced, um, and I, I got a lap in because I thought it was running till midnight. And I was wrong. Apparently ran till 11 o'clock. They cut it back <laughs> so they can add an extra hour on Sundays. I, yep. I remember that afterwards. Hadn't been <laughs> racing. Um, was William still the fastest? No, I think, and I want to say, you'd have to check, but I think it was Piscini. I, I want to say Piscini actually practiced, and he was the fastest. Um, I know Hanner did not practice. <laughs> and uh, I seen a name I hadn't seen. But I didn't. I did see some guys, uh, you know, that wouldn't normally you know, Blake, those guys, I didn't see any practice laps from, I don't know where they're standing at, but he was the only one in a 29, I think. Nine. So I can actually uh, throw this out because I joined it. Not yeah, because I, I know, I know you didn't, you, you didn't have any recorded laps. That's the reason why I was like, I, I joined just because I really kind of wanted to. And I was, then I realized, yeah, my wife's leaving for a weekend. I may want to go hang out with her. Nah. It's weird. I kind of want to stay married. But no, I just brought up the results. Piscini was first, followed by Klingbill. And always fast in practice. Yes. McFerrin. And then Mr. Ed Springer. Yeah. Uh, winning practice don't get you anything. And nope. And that's a factual statement, right? I right. mean... It shows you could throw a hot lap down. Running in that dirty air and tire management at Charlotte is key. Uh, your car gets uh, thrown around just a little bit while running behind somebody else and then uh, not burning your tires up. And that's kind of uh, what we saw not last Tuesday, but Tuesday prior in the uh, IVRL for the that long stint there uh, is uh, people burning up their tires. And uh, I was able to capitalize and catch people near the end of runs that you know, push too hard at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, and with that right there, that'll end this segment. That was phenomenal. Ed, hey, man, thank you so much for jumping in here uh, last minute, man, and answering a lot of questions that I personally, myself, I had. And I hope you didn't feel like you you got bombarded as soon as you Oh, no, not in. at all. Not at all. I mean, you know, I knew whatever we decided, somebody is not going to be thrilled. You know, so all we could do was make the best, best choice that we felt we could make and, and, and explain our reasons if we're asked, you know, I mean, I, right. I, I don't need, I, it's all you can do. No, hundred percent agree with you, man. Again, thanks for coming in. Love to have you on camera, man. It was phenomenal to actually be able to see your face. And but, uh, I'll tell you what, what I'm still wondering about real quick is if, yeah. all right. So in the future. If a, a guy runs out of gas like Joe did and he's coasting yeah. and he can make it across the start finish line, but other guys pass him, they're going to get a black flag. So are, are, I don't know. I hadn't read the rule. Actually, I hate to say that, but so I don't know if Johnny addressed it or not, but will, will we, will we score them as they cross the start finish in that case? 
I don't know. Somebody, I, I got a black flag by uh, that. I, I got a black flag just following the leader. So uh, I wasn't the person. I mean, I did pass Joe, but I did it by following the leader. I was like third or fourth after that aspect. So it wasn't my decision totally to pass, but I followed the leader and I got a black flag. So, you know, my if we scored it however iRacing did, I went from, you know, a sixth place finish to 17th. So, so I can, I've actually got the rule pulled up here, uh, the updated rule. What it says is, um, and this is a little long, but I'll read through the whole thing. Uh, pace car speed should be maintained at all times under caution. Drivers who cannot keep pace speed under their own power will be given an EOL, unless they pit, to avoid other drivers getting black flag. In the event there's a driver that cannot maintain pace speed on the last lap during yellow, other drivers will be allowed to pass that driver, even though they may be black flagged. The admins will adjust scoring by the order as to how all the drivers cross the start finish line. Okay, so he he did address it. I I, I apologize because I had not had a chance after my day in hell from work yesterday and today. But not, so that that that's good because that 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 takes care of it in my mind from moving forward. I I agree with you a hundred percent. But then <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, I've got to play the devil's advocate. Didn't we just kind of go against completely well, what well, so we only, just ruled? So the only thing like, that only thing that would have changed in that rule, hey, like, did we not? So there wasn't something in black and white. But the only thing that would have changed was Joe would have went back about five spots. I would have finished fifth instead of sixth. What had happened was I finished seventeenth and not sixth. So that's that's the rule change that the admins made now is that I moved back up along with all the other people that got black flagged. What the rule I'm now tracking, clarifies, I'm what the rule now clarifies would be Joe would have been pushed back to wherever he finished. He was able to catch back up to speed with. So if he came, if he went from third to ninth, and that's where he was, you know, ran out of fuel or bailed of putter to the line, he would have finished ninth, and I would have moved up to fifth. So the rule, what I believe, you know, coming from an older admin aspect of it, I think the rule two was the solid rule instead of over rule one and three or option two over rule option one and three. If I was still an admin with AOL group, I would have went with that aspect because one just screwed everybody for the most part, except for the people that were further back in the pack that got a, you know, those free six spots. And then the option three really didn't make any, wasn't really didn't make any sense. Uh, well, so to, here's, here's the thing. Here's the funny thing is you think about who it, didn't screw my thing is though who did did it screw it, did you not put enough fuel in your car if we run the extra laps that's your fault that's not anybody else's fault see, that, your fault that's the reason why that valuable lesson in this exactly process. and for the fact that now all of a sudden you've not only created a rule that contradicted your decision i have an issue with that well the, well, the rule the rule the rule was made after the fact, the, post, the rules post, made in post. hindsight when we've had, right? You know, we've we've had time to figure out, you know, how how can we address it so we don't have this mess. I mean, we had you, to deal with the mess with what we had on black and white. You which can't was penalize somebody for a rule that didn't exist. You had to go by the best yeah. case judgment of what happened at that time and make a rule to justify the move forward so that will never happen again. So if it did happen again, or if that rule was in black and white at the race, Joe would have finished wherever he finished, and I would have moved up along with everybody else that passed so him under again, caution. So again, as I, and, I'm, and this is all I got to say about it. I agree with you. 
Now the rule is the rule, and the way they ruled is the rule. I mean, it's the admins. It's the way they rule is the rule. But at the end of the day, the ruling now that they just took because of the learned lessons learned. I got that. It's lessons learned. Contradicts from the decision that was made off the aspect of that's how hey, every rule's made. Hey. <laughs> You didn't turn around a fuel in your car if we went gray and white checkered prolonged like Josh did. Instead, you accounted for this and then you got screwed off of this, which he ensured he did not. What every rule comes from that's some my other issue. mistake. You, yeah, every, that's every, my every issue. rule. That's the biggest thing that Still my issue. for me, I didn't know what the rule was and I wanted to finish. I pitted assuming that it would have been a an EOLL, which is, in my personal experience, that's what pitting under a closed pit gives you. And I knew I was faster. I could make up many positions in that process, but it ended up being a hold for 40, which screwed me. Yep. That was me not understanding iRacing's programming. and. Again, I accepted it when I was told no. Okay. And but at the same well, at, at the same time, Josh raised his race. Joe raised on his. The lead lap. Exactly. And a misclarified rule benefited one and didn't and fuck it, did, it did not it did not mess so, up Josh one bit. That rule did not mess Josh's finish up one no. bit. Josh made his own mistake by not by coming into the pit. But it benefited one pit. other person. It did not so that, had, that rule did not benefit any other person. It didn't? If it, it if it all came underneath the one a same clarified rule that's now clarified but did not benefit it, another person. If if it that's what you're telling me. If Josh a, a rule made after the fact doesn't benefit yes. something that happened in the past. And to where there wasn't something that was agreed, clarified. That, that's that where we don't that's where we're getting that. But but if or at least no, I am. so if Josh and Joe both had the exact same problem on the exact same caution, I would agree with you. But it was at two separate incidents. Josh pitted right. underneath a one caution. We went back green. The race froze whenever the second the next caution so, came out. So there was a different incident. If it came out underneath the same incident and Josh got correct. paralyzed and Joe didn't, I would be under 100% agreement with you. But these are two separate incidences where Josh got penalized so for pitting underneath you, green. But, but, we but went, here's the thing. Why did the last caution happen? Because because, of because a driver Justin, at full pace, right? That was one hundred percent something we need to. That that is not going to be necessarily I'm, relevant. Like I said, if look, we look at what caught brought out that last caution, I didn't spin into anyone, and Ross was literally directly next to me. And someone else did spin because suddenly there was a car that was at full pace as we hit the line, managed to make up a ton of spots. And I'm not going to hold that against Ross no, because that, that wasn't literally as we were like saying, no, we fault. aren't doing a delayed caution. I thought to myself, these guys are going to have so much of a run on us that exactly what I was afraid of happen well and, and if you remember other they asked if we wanted to delay the caution to let them catch and you know the, the admin said no because we knew that people were 
going to be out of fuel. I didn't know who, but I knew somebody, if we delayed it another lap on us, that was and definitely going to cause so, people to run out of gas. And I so, agree with that call because, again, that, some that, people are going to layer, just though. realize I'm coming up to the back of the pack. I'm going to file that in behind means, the back of the pack. But then we have that was the last caution, though. The last um, call, that no, was not the lost caution. He's experienced and knows if I manage Jesus. to hit the line on the left side before anyone in front of me or after everyone in front of me is, and I'm 50 miles an hour faster, I'm going to be able to fly through that pack. I think it was like 100 miles an hour faster. I'm not going to argue with <laughs> the fact that Ross got an advantage, no. got up there, but it ultimately caused a few people to freak out, And but at the same time, everything was within the letter of the law per the AOLL. That didn't Too cause bad. the last caution. No, though. no, it didn't. Justin Anderson caused the last caution. He in just front of said. Me. He just said that. Yeah, yeah, Justin Anderson. So we, when we went back to green after the delayed caution, after Josh pitted, got the got his black flag. We went back green. We came out of turn two, and Justin Anderson slid up just a little bit too much and got too free and slid into Derek and pushed him against the wall and. Jo or yeah. then Justin so, broke so loose, my and then question. I caused did, the caution. Did, Ro did, did Ross cause any incidents back there? No. Uh, he caused the what caused the last green white. The second so to last that, caution. Sorry, inebriation. And that was Josh second to last. To pee, so I'm that's the reason why Josh Josh uh, was pushed to the back. He at that point we went underneath caution again, which caused our green white checker and. Then the delayed caution happened. We went back green, and then Justin Anderson hit uh, Derek, and that caused a final caution. Where then we did a parade lap around the whole entire. I'm gonna leave track. it at this. I'm gonna leave it at this due to time. I'm gonna digress. Uh, if you were I'm, there, you would have seen it, and you would have called it a little bit but, differently. But, but, but you here, would know what here's exactly the happened. Here, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Adam. And this is what nobody, at least you're not understanding from me. You can't make one ruling off of somebody making a decision of saving fuel or adding fuel to make sure that they make the end We're of the not race. Making, they didn't make to, that call. The, the decision was made. He made that decision. Nobody he made, made that, that decision. They they clarified a rule he because who? that need to be clarified. There was You're a not, so when it, that's how rules came about. You don't cut a if you found out somebody there's a way to manipulate something or there was a non-clarification to a particular set of area once that issue happens you go crap we should make a rule about that and that's why well, obviously they did. there was a well there was a rule made about that they made it well, after it happened that's is, what happens that's how rules it, are created it, adam's saying exactly right i mean we were stuck between a rock and a hard place trying to figure out the best way to proceed forward so we made a decision and then we said now we got to do something so we don't get in this situation again and that's what we did if they contradict well they contradict but we did the best we could in the moment, you can't no, penalize. And, you cannot penalize where, somebody well, that, on this that's race not for that's a rule that's I'm not there. You. That's where I'm not faulting the admins, but the fact is, I can sit there and literally argue the fact of, well, he wasn't going to make it on fuel, but he couldn't hold pace speed. But because this extra caution lap came out, it wasn't his fault that it came out, but he didn't account for that in his fuel. 
So that didn't so, come into the that didn't come into the discussion so at all. What you're forgetting is and Joe the, the was biggest not issue, part of this discussion. The biggest I know issue, Joe was not. I, the, I am tracking that. the 100 biggest issue was the five or six cars that got black flags that lost a whole bunch of positions for no because reason because somebody could not hold pace speed and the rule now clarifies that the only person that would be penalized That's is the person that at, though but if but we run everything on nascar's freaking point what does nascar say it's in black and white look at but nascar so so, so, uh, so hold on i haven't really said anything i, I what i i'm gonna partially agree with larry here i mean i my assumption if there was no rule created for that my assumption would have been if i can't maintain pace under russian then I would fall back. Like I, I didn't even know other drivers get black flagged in that case. Um, but I did, and so did five five other people. When we got no, no, pushed no, no. back. I'm saying, you <laughs> and then you gained the position. I didn't gain any. I mo I went from six no, to seventeen. Should. You should. You should have. You should have. The I, person I'm, that I'm can't saying, maintain pace speed drops back. I'm saying you can't I'm, maintain sixty five miles an hour. You drop back. It's your what, fault. What, what, what I'm saying is, I think the rule as it is written now is how I would have how I would have assumed it already was. I would have assumed that's the way it already was, where you would have finished uh, in fifth instead of sixth, um, or, or you know whatever it was. I mean, I, I, to me, that's just an assumption. I I, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have stayed out if I... If so I the biggest rule, issue, but... the reason why the AOL admins had to go back and clarify is because a lot of people were happy they went from a 14th, 15th place now to a top 10. And I went from a 6th place finish to a 17th place. So the Ooh. admins had to go in and try to figure out what's the best situation is to revert these places back for the people who got black flag. So, so the, the point is, is what I'm telling you is, Adam, is I disagree with the actual judgment of where the driver that can't maintain pace speed is coming back to their position, but rather should have went back to the freaking end of the last person on the lead lap. He can still get across the finish line, so he still makes that lap. Even under pace speed, the person that's a lap down is not going to pass him. I, I got you, and that's your opinion. And that, that's But at what, the that, end of the that, day, was, was no anybody else should have moved in front of them. There was no black Sorry, or white rule to say speed. where he was going to finish or not, and now it's clarified. They made the best judgment of what what they had to do, but there was no black and white like there is now. So well, that's why you we can't. That's why we got black and white now. Yes, and you can't penalize a driver for something that wasn't black and white. If it's yeah, if it's not yeah. in the rules, how can you penalize somebody and say that no, you're not going to get that spot back? I mean, can't penalize somebody for freaking touching a hot freaking stove, but I promise you, they still got a blister on their hand. But the next they? time they won't do that, right? Yeah, well, exactly exactly because at that point it becomes a rule now you just got it you exactly, got exactly that's what just happened that's what aol You're just did that's what they just clarified they just clarified and said that's the stove is hot that's Don't exactly touch it. what just happened now a rule in place that was a hot stove he touched it it was hot and no. now all of a sudden it becomes a rule. Don't touch the hot stove. Just it like was, Mc, right, it so was we'll clarified. Go back. McDonald's had never had a coffee hot watch. Coffee uh, is hot. Until and somebody spilled coffee on themselves. And then they sued and them. And now it's a rule. So you just proved my point. Thank you. I Thank you. I appreciate that. No, you proved mine. Like, that <laughs> there was no rule. There was no rule prior to it. So they the were able to sue them. I'm, that's exactly millions. what I'm saying, Adam. There was no rule. And but now you there still is. learn the lesson the hard way. The that, lesson was not McDonald's, learned the hard way. McDonald's lost a shit ton of money and got $24 no, million Joe, less. But Joe didn't learn the lesson the hard way. He finished third. He no, finished league, third, no matter how you figure it. There's still a lesson the to did. be learned from all of this. 
Well, I, I think I think we're we're all going to just disagree on this. I don't think there's any way we reach a uh, agreement. No, on I mean, that. because that would draw people until the end. That would Listen, I I I just want to say I sorry. I just want to say the admins are doing the best they can. I know that it's no, they do a great job. They do a great job, and and I don't want to dis. I I don't want to take away from what you guys do because you guys are swift to act on that, and you guys came up with the ruling. Not only did you come up with the ruling, but you came up with the rule, right? So, uh, it was awesome the way you guys you went together. You took the the parties involved out of that situation, and then you guys uh, moved forward with that. So, don't don't let my disagreement to that just uh, overshadow that, man. You guys. You guys killed it, Ed. I think the alcohol is talking with Larry too. Yeah, so. we're good. We're all <laughs> no, 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 no. good conversation. I, I think this is great discussion. Honestly, I can take uh, screenshots from two days ago when I was sick and that complaining was, about the exact was, same thing. That, that was, was the illness about. at that point, man. Your your mind hasn't been clear. You always got an excuse, Adam. Shut the hell up. <laughs> Oh, uh, so hey, real quick, hey, I just want to thank Ed again, dude, coming out here and jumping on last minute, man. Uh, we really appreciate you, and I, we got to have you Next back. Next time here, I'm gonna dude. be drunk. Well, you better be. <laughs> you better be, oh, and, and I want to know. I, I got to know, man. I know you're down there in South Carolina, man. When we all going to race? Uh, you let me know. I'll I'll be I'll be there in September. I think there's uh, stuff in the works for next year. I know uh, I know Ed's involved and uh, Johnny's involved. Looking into something. We're we're, we're looking we're at some, some, some good stuff going down, and I should be back in time for it. I can't wait for that that to actually come through. Uh, but uh, but I definitely will in 2022 make a Darlington race. Uh, I will be back home early March, maybe. April at the max, uh, be done with the military for the most part, and uh, be able to finally get down to Darlington. That's one of the ones I want to get to, and maybe we'll uh, have a little meetup between me, Larry, Carl, Ed, and a few others that are in the area. Let me know. Now we'll definitely know make something sure. ha- make something happen, brother. And uh, like I said, man, we appreciate you coming on last minute, and uh, we're gonna get you back next time. Hopefully, it's not so controversial to where you. Uh, you feel like we're just, I, I come at you one way, somebody's coming at you. Controversy is good, man. Gets my blood pumping. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Ed, hey, appreciate you again, brother. Thank you guys, man. Appreciate what y'all do broadcasting, the, the podcast, and everything, man. Even when I don't agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. man. Hey, I hope you have a I good night. I still appreciate brother. you. I mean, you're, you're, you're the media. I mean, you can't trust the media. No, not at all. <laughs> Hey, you know what? Hey, hey, he's going to commentate or curse tomorrow night, though. I think, bro, that is the most factual statement I've heard yet tonight. That that really is like, I, I think, uh, golly, Ed, Car- Carl's going to be like, let's uh, pan to Ed Springer right quick. Let's pan to Ed Springer right quick. He's going to do that all tomorrow I'll, night. I'm gonna I'm gonna get my my long haired wig next time and come on as Ross. <laughs> You're gonna have your putting in hand. You need to put and you can be like you pudding. can be Randy when he's not here. Yeah, right. Exactly. Ed man, again, thank you. Uh and we, we're definitely gonna have you back, man. I, we we love you, man. Appreciate you, man. All right, love you guys too, man. I'm out. Have a good one. And there right, well, real quick, and that that was Ed Springer. And uh I don't want to take too long on this. Uh we took a little bit longer on damn near about every series tonight. I'm not even going to lie. 
we enjoyed the IVRL conversation, and we went in. And we enjoyed Philip Manzo, Ed Springer, a real last minute opportunity, and then we we got into a little bit of fuel. Fuel wanted to come out, and they wanted to to talk a little bit. Unfortunately, we were unable to get a hold of anybody from Fuel, but I want to talk Fuel, right? So, at this point, that's what we're going to spend the next couple of minutes doing. We're going to talk Fuel. So, we've got two gentlemen uh, running Fuel currently, and we're not calling it. Uh, we will be calling their premiere series. That's starting when, Adam? July 26th of Monday nights, uh, that's when we're going to be start calling Fuel Racing League. Uh, we're, we're, that's when we'll start tackling them. We'll start, uh, I think we're going to start, what, beginning of July, trying to get uh, the actual drivers there. And we got uh, Josh and Carl. They're actually running with some of the, the mainstream drivers that are going to be yep. uh, broadcasting for. So we're going to you know, rely on their input for the first few people to uh, start bringing on to the show after we get talk to the admins. And uh, yeah. So how are you guys liking it so far? Thank well, you. Well, I, I, I just wanted to say, I mean, I've only done one race so far because I missed the first one. But what I've seen so far out of these guys, and I did a fun race with them as well, is throughout the field, you've got guys that are incredibly good. I mean, you've got guys probably in the top 10 uh, uh, you know, from the race on Monday night that we ran. Probably top 10 could win uh, any given race. Um, we ran at... Uh, uh, Milwaukee Mile uh, on Monday night. Um, there was uh, some fuel strategy, the entire strategy, that sort of thing. Uh, it was. Uh, I, I finished either. I finished near the back. Uh, they're they're really good. They're really really good, and a ton of fun to race with, and very clean. What do you so, think, Josh? So before I just let everybody know that this they're called the Sportsman Series for this one, and they're racing the ARCA cars. So just kind of give yep. a background of what they're uh, racing right now. And and in the in the premier series they run the Xfinity. Yeah, I I'm enjoying running with them. I just don't like the fact that they're faster than me. <laughs> A lot faster. Yeah, like honestly, I think some of these guys could give the top of our Cup series a run for their money. I mean, when we had the first open dis uh, discussions with them, I mean, they were like, "Yeah, we." Uh, these people have high I ratings. They run officials like crazy. They uh, most of the races are caution free. Uh, these guys, uh, you know, any given week anybody can go out there and win. But I think there's a what's his name, Allen, looked at the score chart f for their last season. He's like uh, one of the the top guys that are kind of like a, the Justin Causey or yeah. Joseph Causey of IVRL and the Blake and Justins of uh, AOLL. He's kind of the man of the moment right now for the last season. But I mean. It looks like everybody, you know, looking at their uh, score sheets, everybody was, you know, can be up there running in the top five. Yeah, well, we, yeah. We, 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 we ran what? Uh, what was it? How many laps did we run? It was, oh, God, I don't was even it remember. I think it was when we ran 100 laps. It was a long race, and we had one caution. I mean, it was it was super clean. And my thing is, is you got a lot of characters in there, man. Mm -hmm. um, we, we did with the... We, you know, when it comes to Ghostfire Media, we try to vet everything that we do. So we're going to bring in a new series. We're going to call it form and everything like that. We want to know kind of a little bit about their series, stuff like that. They brought, what, four guys in, uh, their admins, and every single one of them, just characters, uh, personalities, man. They had 
they they always had something to say and they're funny. Good dudes. Uh seems like a really good league, but exactly like they said, that their league had kind of just veered from this almost AOLL type uh respect style league to a more competitive league and but they didn't want that they wanted it to to kick back to that respect style but they want that comp competition involved right so how do you guys feel that they're working on that right now with the sportsmen honestly it, it it really it feels like it's there in all honesty is it, now mind you sorry, sorry real quick josh Mind you, the Sportsman is the tryout series. I know. Okay. I, I just want to clarify that for the viewers if we did not before that. But even with what I've run to where I've run all the races at this point, it's it really has that kind of feel to me. It It doesn't feel like we're going to have that one guy that's going to just spout off and really get in everybody's case because he may have gotten wrecked one time or somebody may have like messed up his arrow by giving it breaking a little bit early no it definitely seems like there's a lot of respect around and no it honestly it feels not quite like the AOLL to where it's going to be if I need help I just ask for it but it also doesn't feel like it's a bunch of people just out there to win. It's a yeah. lot of good guys. There's a lot of respect given if you are significantly faster. But if you're only a little bit faster, yeah, you're going to have to work for the pass. Yeah, I, I, what, what, what I've picked up is, first of all, I mean, their their Discord's incredible. It's really cool talking to the guys. Oh, I've had it um, muted. <laughs> yeah, I, I, have to, I have to mute it during the day. Uh, they talk when I'm working. There's a lot. Um, they, but, they talk a lot. Yeah, they um, in, in race, I, I would say. I mean, they're they're respectful, but they're very they're aggressive. Um, in a good way, though. I mean, I I I'll be honest. I, Milwaukee Mile, I had a uh, hell of a time finding any speed. I mean, in practice, I was going a little bit off, but when it came on the track, I mean, I knew from the very moment that we started, I was like, I can't. I can't survive with these guys. Um, so I was just basically trying to, uh, you know, stay out of the way uh, the entire time. Um, and, you know, they they saw that I was slower. They 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 get low and go under me when they were lapping me, you know, probably multiple times. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun running with them. And, and you know, the, the previous fun race I'd run with them, I think I finished fourth. Or, I finished third, four, third or fourth. And I was a little bit better there. Uh, they're they're a ton of fun to run with. Adam, have you have you had any experience with them? No, uh, I, I right now being away, leave Monday nights to the family nights. Uh, yeah, trying to not get absolutely. on anything. No, absolutely. But uh, no, they, they, I can't wait to to see them. I, I'm going to have to uh, pay attention to the sportsmen. I'm going to have to jump in there beforehand so i start getting familiarized with the car numbers the voices the uh the car paint which sucks is the you know we won't know the car paints because they're going to swap around uh but uh you know we try to get familiarized with the numbers the, the people there so that when we're broadcasting it goes smoothly for us uh starting on july 26th yeah you can absolutely. watch me be terrible with my in-car stream if you really want to 
Or better yet, instead of his incarnate stream, just come over to Ghostfire Media, watch the broadcast. And we're talking about I know beforehand. it's a little bit there they're gonna be a couple of monotone guys calling it's gonna be me and Adam, but in all honesty, what we have for voices, we have for chemistry. I mean, me and Adam know each other personally. We know each other in, in real life, so we just kinda get along. We just kinda play off of each other, which is always fun. That sounded terrible. No, I'll never say that again. <laughs> Oh, I haven't man. recorded. <laughs> I haven't recorded. Okay, all that right. That soundbite. <laughs> it's gonna be on a t-shirt next. Yeah, yeah, that'll be on a t-shirt next. So, no, nah, but uh, we look forward to this series, man. I, I, I want to close it out with that. Um, when, when it comes to this new series, we're about to call Monday nights. It, it's going to be an absolute blast. Adam, what's? The, do we have a time for that yet? Adam, excuse me if I defer to Adam. Adam's the one that's been setting up this entire series. So I think it's a little bit later. Um, I believe it's uh, 8.45 starting and gridding at 9. I could be 100% wrong, but we'll have that up at a date. So. Nope, you're right. So There uh, you go. So, and, and that goes for anybody out there. Uh, I know that a lot of the AOLL guys, they look for other leagues to run in. It, Hit it, these guys up. If, you, if you're if you in the AOLL, IVRL, and you want a good, clean league to run in, uh, I've heard nothing but great things. you got two guys right here telling you they're running great things. Uh, they're going to be running Monday nights uh, right now. It's a, their open league for tryouts for their main league coming up. Uh uh, I think they ha might have a league minimum for the amount of races you got to do for Sportsman Series yep. uh, to be able to make it into their Premier Series. They're trying to find and recruit more people. They've swapped days, so they lost a few people from sw switching from a Tuesday night to a Monday night, so they're still they're actively recruiting. Uh, come out and join them. Uh, you'll have some familiar faces of Josh and Carl out there on the track with you. And you could probably beat us. Well, <laughs> me at least. It's it's Arca car, man. You're dominating. How 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 are they going to beat you and your dominating car? Because they're just that much better than me. <laughs> that is, you know what? Never mind. Um. So yeah, it's a it's a great league. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun getting to know the admins of the league and get ready to call this race. And like I said, I just want to take a few minutes here tonight, talk about the league, get, get a little bit of adjustment. Um. It was actually kind of spontaneous. Adam said that one of the admins actually tapped him, wanted to come onto the show tonight. Unfortunately, we never heard back. Well, I, and... I, ta I talked to him at that point. We were at that time we were supposed to have Johnny on, and uh, Johnny was all set, and then he went on a fire call. Ah. So then I reached back out to him to see if he could. He was, uh, I didn't hear anything back at that point. But uh, we we'll try to get him on. But we definitely are going to start beginning of July to start promoting their league, uh, getting their drivers. So. Everybody gets to start to know these guys. Exactly. And and, and this is just kind of your little heads up. And uh, I, you know, like I said, this is a little worn out for everybody. This is what we're working into. And uh, if you guys are looking for a good league, like they said, a clean league, fun league, fast league, apparently at that, join them, man. Talk to the admins. Talk to Nick, Carl, or excuse me, Josh and Carl. And uh, uh, just Nick's in there too. Nick's run one way, run one race so far. Basically, oh. the race that Carl wasn't there, Nick was there, and then yep. the swap. Don't, don't, don't talk to Nick. Okay, don't, don't talk to Nick. We see how the way Nick races. Um, talk to Josh and Carl, and uh, and get hooked up, man, and, and try it out. Like I said, they're they're right now recruiting, so go out there, run with them, and see how you enjoy it. But outside of that, it's about all I got to really say about that one, and. Uh, 
tonight has been an absolute blast. We had a lot of fun. We we talked a lot about rules. With Two and a half hours. I I knew we would. I told you guys we would. But I, I was I was I was gonna play without that well, one. Well, I will hey. send this off. We'll uh come watch us on Sunday night. Charlotte, Josh, and Carl will be on the call on the broadcast booth for that. And then Tuesday night we'll be at our all-star racing IVRL series. Next Wednesday we're gonna be uh I have no clue we're gonna be at Sportsman next week. Uh but hey the uh, twin ring. Yeah, the twin ring. There we go. Jeff Japanese twin ring. Uh that would be Carl and Larry in the booth, and then next Thursday night would be Dega. Should be Larry and Randy in the booth at that time frame. So that's our weekly plan. Uh, and we'll see you guys. Oh no, Adam? Oh no, I'm gonna be in North Carolina, man. I'll be on vacation. I'll, once it, once I get in a little comfortable mood, maybe my wife will let me uh, venture out. But uh, I'm not sure if uh, she's going to enjoy me taking time away. Can I come over? Uh, every time you came over, you just walked into the garage and left. You never actually went in my house, man. I met your wife. She's cool. I like her. Yeah, you met her once, but you just walked into the garage. I was like, hey, you want to see the whole entire house? Come see everybody. And you're like, no, nah, man, I'm gotta, I got to go. I'm, a, I'm, I'm kind of a prayer. I don't really like people. <laughs> I'll meet your family, man. We go if, if it's going to be get you to call a race, let's do it. Plus, I won't have this sweet, this sweet in the same room. This sweet mic will be here, not there. Hmm. Well, he's right. Well, My wife's got a crappy mic. We play on Fortnite, and I'm barely here, so that's gonna be awesome. Well, I got a good mic. I could bring mic over, bring laptop over. We're good. You just got to deal with both of us in the same room, kind of like almost button up to each other, saying, "Hey." You know, you got the you got the figure eight. You got the figure eight right there, man. We're good. I can be on one side, you be on the other side. That would be adorable. Yeah, we can just like. Hey. <laughs> All right, hey, how about we wrap this up, guys? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's. Uh... I was I was thinking that we might want to because it's getting a little bit. Uh... <laughs> it's only it's only nine thirty here, man. You guys are good. Uh... Hey, nah. Hey, with all that being said, man, I, I, I'm not going to lie, man. We cashed this, man. It's been about two and a half hours. It's been an absolute blast. Clarified a lot of rules. We talked about a lot about rules and yada, yada, yada. It, honestly, everybody just kind of disagrees with me except for Carl. Um, but with that being said, a hey, catch us next week, all right? So IVRL, where they're at this week? We're at Nash Nashville IVRL. Nashville, thank you. All-Star Race. We already did this. Yep, and then we went to the truck series, which is going to be at Japan. I'm not even about to introduce that. We talked about TNT, yada, yada, yada. So with that being said, from everybody here at GFM, man, we hope you all have a wonderful freaking evening. I'm glad I can make all these guys laugh. Oh, hey, but seriously, hey, seriously, though, man, we hope you all have a good evening. Man. We hope you all enjoyed all the fun and everything like that, the bakering and going back and forth. We'll catch you all, guys, Tuesday night, IVRL at Nashville Motor Speedway for their uh, superstar race. Good night, guys. Hi, everyone. Hi, it's Pat Patterson, the racing guy. You're listening to the Ghostfire Media Podcast.